0: This podcast is sponsored by JList.com. On JList.com, you can shop from a constantly evolving catalog of anime merchandise, such as toys and books, Japanese snacks, anime computer games, and so much more. Support this podcast and visit JList.com for all of your anime shopping needs. If anyone can dress up scantily, yeah. it's you, Kazuo. Oh, thank
1: you. I mean, I, I think,
0: think Mitsugi, Mitsugi did a topless episode now. Oh, I'm not. I... <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can I'll can say
1: i do a bottomless episode. How I about can that?
2: say I'm, I'm fairly sure I'm the only one of the five of us that has done a show naked with just sensor stars on my nipples. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Ciao,皆さん. Anime Addicts Anonymous no live you are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us for the 265th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. I'm your host Chiaki and I'm joined today by the usual crew.
2: What's up guys? Mitsugi. Mitsugi here enjoying a coffee out of a Saiyans Dragon Ball Z coffee cup.
1: Wonderful.
0: And Kazuo.
1: Hello everyone. I am Kazuo and Everything is beautiful.
3: Everything <laughs> is beautiful. Kazuo,
1: well, what's on your coffee cup? Um, I have a coffee cup with some androids on it from oh, Dragon Ball Z. Oh. I also have a sugar-free energy drink, so I'm about to get jacked up in this mother.
0: And I have some wine in a didakuma glass that is once more disappointing. This is why I, I a, should not be adventurous. It's 4
2: p.m. You're a drunkard.
0: I'm a drunkard? It's 4 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> Come on. You can find us at AAA Podcast, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter at AAA Podcast dot com, YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash AAA Podcast, where we broadcast live Sundays at four PM EST or nine PM GMT. But once more, if you can remember, AAA podcast.com, you can have links to all of those. As I said, we have the normal crew today, but it isn't just the normal crew. We have some special guests on the line with us. The
1: abnormal crew. The
0: abnormal crew. We called in reinforcements. We are joined by Nina and Anton
3: of Anime Cafe. Say hello, guys. Hello, everybody. And Anton is actually currently getting me coffee.
2: Wow. That's right. Put him in his place. He'll be back
3: in a moment. I can't (laughs) wait to see
2: what kind of coffee cup you'll have.
3: Probably just something generic and fancy. He's like that. That just won't do. He needs
0: to get generic and fancy, but anime generic and and fancy. Right?
3: I mean, at home, I've got all my Disney mugs, and his just has leaves on it.
0: Oh, oh well, leaves can be nice <laughs> leaves anton can. say hello
3: to everybody. <laughs> What's
4: leaves. going on, everybody
0: <laughs> you know, do you, do you like leaves, anton?
4: I do appreciate leaves, um you know, you can find me hanging out in the trees and everything like that. would you it's say just what I get up to?
1: would you say that leaves can be nice
4: uh leaves can be. They can be beautiful, they can be nice, they can uh, well, be sensual. Everything.
0: Sensual. What is your mm. favorite kind of leaf? Are we are we talking about the red leaves of fall? The very uh, see I'm leaf?
4: colorblind, so I appreciate all forms of leaves. Oh. I don't pass judgment. Oh.
0: You are you are he doesn't discriminate. colorblind when it comes to leaves. Yes. Or just in general.
4: <laughs> in general.
0: <laughs> this this would be the moment
2: where you plug the heck out of everything. Whoa. Everything. Whoa. Just plug everything.
4: Whoa. Oh my.
0: All right.
4: All right, Nina, you want to start? Did you plug? How about you go? All right. Uh, if you want to find our podcast, it's Anime Cafe Podcast. We're on Twitter. It's twitter.com forward slash AC Podcast. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Anime Cafe Podcast. You can find our website, animecafepodcast.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's Mantuan Addison, M A N T W O n-a-t-i-s-o-n if you want to hear me talk about weird stuff like being an ace attorney and just hanging out you can follow me on tumblr same thing instagram whatever are you Hit actually an attorney uh i work as a attorney's assistant
0: oh uh, okay mm-hmm. I, yes i'm a legal I, I assistant
4: serious. bound for law school
2: mantuan Antoine, getting in on with his pants on and his dance on
4: yeah, what? Mantuan Antoine taking a scantron with his fly-ass pants on. He's the Mantuan. He's the
2: Mantuan,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good.
4: Nina, what about yourself?
3: You guys can find me as hythe.tumblr.com H-Y-T-H-E, and that's where I scream about anime feelings and post my fanfiction. But if you just want to follow cosplay and more professional stuff then you can find me as Mango Sirene on every social media site conceivable.
0: Why why did I follow just Mango Sirene? Now I have to follow the the other yeah, you gotta, you I fan a fiction. Blog. Yeah. Oh yeah.
4: Oh the fan fiction is strong.
0: Can 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 you give me that one one more time?
3: Dot... h y okay. t h e.tumblr.com.
0: I'll have to I'll have to take a second and look that up. So yeah, I got free
3: things. fan fiction happening there. <laughs>
2: We don't, uh, we don't usually do this, but let's play a quick round of fun question game. Uh-oh. All right. So these are really generic questions. So uh, how about, I'm interested in knowing what your each of your favorite anime series are.
3: Free.
1: Free? <laughs> the original or the, uh, the second season? Or uh, all?
3: I'm going to have to go with second season. How just dare got...
1: you? The first season is okay. way better.
3: No, the first season is fantastic. But second season, we got to see Rin not being angry and upset at life. You yeah, got to see his softer side. That's true. And, got to, and also got to hear his terrible and English. fighting. My heart couldn't <laughs> handle it. And we got Sosuke.
4: Sosuke's my boy.
1: That's okay. All right. I, 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 can, I can see your point, but I don't know. I still enjoyed the first season more, but that's just me. I'm crazy. Okay, first miss- season was great too.
2: <laughs> Mr. Fly, Mr. Flyass Pants On, how about you? Uh,
1: for me,
4: it's probably got to be Steins Gate. Steins Gate for me was my oh. favorite anime of all time. I don't know. It just really resonated with me. Plus, Okabe is hilarious. You got to practice that villainous laugh.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we recently decided that there weren't eight anime worth watching from the current season, so we uh, we decided we were all going to go back and
0: watch Steins Gate instead.
2: Oh,
4: really? That's yeah. nice. That's yeah. a good decision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, I'm going to deviate from Mitsugi's prepared questions uh, and ask something that I think is incredibly important to both of you. What is wh- your current OTP?
2: What is that? Wait, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. What does that mean? OTP? Oh God! Oh, God. One oh. true pair. Yeah, really see, that's bad. the
3: problem. We we're multi shippers, so we have tons okay. of multiple OTPs at once. But All right, well, if what, I what's your favorite to... OTP right now? Uh, Morinka from Free, where it's Makoto, Rin, and Haru. Whoa! OT three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's what I'm about. Is is
0: that what your fan fiction is about?
3: <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did I did I mention that I followed you on Tumblr?
3: <laughs> oh, fantastic! I apologize in advance. <laughs>
0: oh no! If like I said, if no no judging on Tumblr. That's the corner of the internet that's judge free zone.
1: I'm so terrible with names. What was the name of the um the blonde character in Free? Uh, Nagisa. Nagisa. Yeah. That was my favorite for sure.
3: Oh yeah. Nagisa is awesome. Nagisa yeah, is real. It's like they're basically married in canon. Like I don't think Kyoani is even denying it anymore. They're just like, yeah, guys, they're married, they're banging, it's okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, so here's a, here's the most important question that I could, that we can ask you guys. We're just gonna skip right to the right, right to the important stuff. Hmm. Are either of you uh, familiar with the Church of Mitsugi and the Moe Archangel?
4: Oh yes.
2: I have been told about it. Yes. So would you join the Church of Mitsugi or join the Moe Archangels Army? So, ichi- I you.
3: would join the church of Mitsugi so yes. hard I'd become a bishop yes oh, snap. A Bishop nice. a, moe, a
2: moe enforcer you have to start you have to start as an enforcer and then you work your way up
3: okay I'm fine with that <laughs> it looks but... like
4: you've got two new recruits then oh.
2: yes
3: oh no oh,
4: yes't don't, don't worry trash.
3: don't can, can we still be
0: friends? <laughs> yes. Okay, as guess As long as That's you don't okay. try
4: and blend up some cake and then pour it down my
0: throat, uh, then it's uh, totally okay. I speak I, I speak want... from experience that isn't as enjoyable as you would think it is. <laughs> yes. Oh
4: no, I know. There's
3: a story there.
2: Oh, I, I listened
4: in on that episode. That's one of my favorites.
0: There there was a live video somewhere there.
2: Now I I don't want either of you to be discouraged because I know Moe Enforcer kind of sounds like a low level job title. It's kind of entry level, but I, I but but I want you both to know that that the moe enforcer actually has more fun than any other position in the organization because you are the ones that in fact get to drop kick the anime the moe girls into the pit of anime <gasps> hell so that's quite a, that's quite an experience that's my favorite part once I know, you know i get to put I'm these so long excited. legs to good use <laughs> once you move up you just do paperwork and uh you know condemn people you don't really get to do the actual you know drop kicking
3: so it's not quite <gasps> as good well i'm fine with that drop yeah. kicking's the best.
1: I would like to stay at this position
4: for the rest of my life.
1: Please. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only neutral party. That's okay.
0: We need one of those. So I'm this like, episode this episode we will be discussing cosplay with Nina and Anton and Yes. Probably mostly Nina. No offense, Anton, but
4: yes, no, those... we, are, we already talked about this. <laughs> yeah, for,
0: for for those of you who don't know, Nina or Mango Siren is a cosplay badass. I have been looped oh, into her. I like her... that title. I've been I've been trapped <laughs> in your YouTube videos uh, over the past day or so. And uh, oh god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, you know, I forgive you. It's it's just how it is. There's always one more video, and I'm like, yes, yes, YouTube, <laughs> I will watch that next one. And then we will have a review on Shingeki, no Bahamut, or Shingeki Bahamut Genesis. No no in there. We have a five-star review submitted by Be Mid Don, Starting off our clerical stuff before we get to all the fun stuff. Who wants to read this?
1: I'll read it. Go for it. All right. So let's see. The five-star review says, While I have never really been into anime, preferring to stay on the video game side of the various nerddoms, I really enjoy this show. The hosts are fun and amusing to listen to and are very informative. The shows are nice and long, and the sound quality is really nice. I can recommend this podcast.
2: It's interesting. You watch, listen to an anime podcast, but you're not really into anime. That's a new one.
0: That's a new one. Well, a new one. Maybe, you're just,
1: maybe you're just into anime podcasts.
0: I, I feel special. <laughs> I feel like we, we've touched a place of, on this person Whoa. that they haven't been touched before. New forum members. <laughs> Welcome to the forum, Mr. Enthusiasm, I Vellus 7 Moose Son and Kitty Sneezes. Oh. We have some good names this week. I'm, I won't. I won't go first.
1: Uh, I'm taking Kitty Sneezes.
0: All right, you deserve it. Uh, yeah, you deserve it.
1: I mean, you know how I feel about cats.
2: I
0: do. I do.
2: How about the <laughs> How about the special guests? I'm gonna yield my
1: choice. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got too excited. I was like, <gasps>
0: Kitty Sneezes. That's adorable.
4: <laughs> I would have taken Kitty Sneezes, um, but I think I'll have to go with uh, Mr. Enthusiasm. That
3: was I'll gonna speak. be my name. I'll snag moose on because moose was actually my nickname in middle school. Like I demanded what? that everyone call me moose. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Because I, I mean, one that was my Invader Zim in phase, and two, I just oh. really liked that animal in particular.
2: So I don't know. You're like it in, was insanely violent and jacked up with with testosterone. Basically. <laughs> I'm told that I'm told that moose will just straight up kill you for no reason. Yeah,
3: no, they're super violent, especially in Canada. They're like the most oh. violent aspect of Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, only <violent> <laughs> 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 the only violent aspect, yes. So, All right.
2: Uh, Chiaki has been dropping the trivia hammer lately. Boom. It's been pretty brutal.
0: So last week's winner was Moshi Dora, and we had a winner for the month that was David the Demon. Last week's winner was uh, Shika What do we have for
3: her, Johnny?
2: Yeah, the, uh, David the Demon already selected his trivia prize, continuing his recent domination of the trivia. So, well done.
0: We didn't get to that last week because, of course, we had the Anime Oscars, which is now out. The new theme, however, is Studio Ghibli. So, I'm making this the easiest, hardest trivia ever. It's really hard. It is is easy because it is Studio Ghibli. It is hard because, well, the pictures I chose. So, this week's answer was The Cat Returns or Neko no Ungashi. Ungashi, sorry. Those who got it correct were Baka Ichigo, David the Demon, Takoyaki... And the winner was Takoyaki, just three.
2: Just so you know how hard that trivia was, I think I've seen The Cat Returns probably 12 times, and I had not even the slightest idea that was The what Cat was, Returns Yeah, what was the picture all?
1: of? Was it like a close-up of a leaf?
0: A close-up of a house. Like a side of a building. Just build, a window. I, I because no leaves, are leaves are beautiful. Leaves <laughs> are beautiful.
1: Everything <laughs> is beautiful.
0: This is man <laughs> So we also got from our sponsor, oh, yes. our awesome sponsor, JList.com, we got our monthly snack subscription this week. So you can go to www.jlist.com forward slash product forward slash snack sub one. If you want to look into the snack subscription and every month J sends you a box from Japan of awesome snacks. And this month, this month might've been one of my favorites. It was pretty good. I it's feel like good. I say that every month, but yeah. there was some good stuff this month.
2: So we got some here, here on the table. We're gonna switch to Chiaki cam so she can awkwardly eat this food <laughs> for people. And um, oh, that's my cam. That's not the right camera. Oh. So here, here we go. Camera three is uh, what is this? It's some it's mm-hmm. mango flavored white chocolate. Melon. Like hey, it. melon. Represent. Mango. Mm-hmm. Melon flavored white chocolate, and they actually oh. look like melon. So, they do.
0: So. So Chiaki they come individually wrapped because I wanna I wanna demonstrate Japan's love for packaging. Yeah. Here's the outer box yes, that's sealed with tape. In
1: the box. In the box, we have a bag. A plastic bag,
2: yeah. In the
0: bag, we have the candies (laughs) individually wrapped. Every
2: single one of them is individually wrapped. Inside a wrapper that's inside a box. So, yeah, it's really little. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a pretty interesting subscription. I mean, if you like Japanese, like, people go to Anime Cons and they spend $50 on Pocky, you know, when you could just... Get a subscription and have it mailed right to your door. They even gift wrap it. Pretty cool. So, um, yeah, jlist.com forward slash product forward slash snack sub one. So yeah, it's pretty fun. You okay there, Chiaki? Sh- <laughs> we're, really <laughs> we're off Chiaki cam. I think we've subjected her to enough embarrassment.
0: You can't embarrass me. You heard You heard comrade Chiaki accident. Or ax- accident. That's that was an accident. Yeah, it was also an accident. It's a
2: mistake. And
0: here comes the mailbag drop. It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime. 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 Mailbag. Bag. 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 If you would like to submit an almighty anime mailbag, you can go to www.aaapodcast.com, our main page, and click on the tab called Mailbag, and it shooms it away into a Google Doc that then I or Mitsugi reads.
2: I have bad news. What? We're four months behind. Oh, my God. Mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought we were just two months behind. What
2: happened? I
0: sense another mailbag episode. I don't know.
2: We, we basically tripled the amount of mailbags we do every episode, and we fall, fall further and further behind, so we're just
0: screwed. I love you all. You all being listeners, not the hosts. You guys no. or whatever.
1: No. You don't want to love us.
0: <laughs> no, I love you guys at Anime Cafe, too. I'm am oh. d- talking about Mitsugi. Aww. Aww. <laughs> d- mainly just
2: Mitsugi. <laughs> actually, so actually,
0: actually, I love you too, Kazuo. Really, just no. <laughs> now,
2: everyone <laughs> knows that the Moe Archangel has a lot of has a really difficult time reading, so that's kind <laughs> of an ongoing joke. But since it's very important for members of the Church of Mitsugi to be able to read, because you need to be able to, you know, either you have to be able to read all of the careful documentation when when condemning mm-hmm. a person. Right. Would either Anton or Nina like to read the first mailbag?
3: How about Anton?
4: Oh, she just threw me <laughs> out of the bus. All right. <laughs> this one uh, comes from dubs for me. What is the official position of the Church of Mitsuya on the music video It Girl by Pharrell Williams, which is full of anime moe imagery? I don't hate it. I just wish Pharrell hadn't picked the loli to be the focus of his video. That makes it creepy. And provides accidental ammunition. Ammunition. Whoa. Confirming some of the worst stereotypes about anime generally.
1: Your thoughts?
3: See, it's harder to read than it looks.
1: Yeah. I like this. Ammunition. What is that? Yeah, ammunition.
3: Ammunition and confirming. Confirming. Con- <laughs> con- <laughs> I'm
1: bonus. here to confirm the ammunition.
2: <laughs> Soldier, do you have the ammunition? Confirm. <laughs> <laughs> So nice. I have Dawn of the Pope hat.
5: Oh
3: my! But I would like
2: to hear what Nina and Anton think I would say about this music video. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, the music video. but I, I don't need it to. This morning,
3: I've not seen it either.
4: I haven't seen it as oh, well. Am I the only
3: one that watched the music? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I can tell you that eternal damnation awaits Pharrell and all of his lowlies. Mm. They are all going to burn and be just poked needlessly by the
1: stake.
3: Which upsets me, because Happy was such a fun song. Hmm. What happened, Pharrell? What happened?
1: (laughs) How the mighty have fallen.
2: I think there is a bright future for you in the Church of Mitsugi.
0: (laughs) 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 The Pope hath spoken. Yes. Next mailbag, who wants to read it?
2: I think I will read it. Go! (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Chiaki, you read this one. It's really short. We'll take it easy on you.
0: Yotaro Vegeta writes, Ikuhara's Yurikuma Arashi. Yes or oh hell yes.
2: That's not f- those aren't fair au- options.
0: My yeah. uh my answer is kumashak.
1: <laughs> my answer is <laughs> <laughs> shabada. Shabada bada. <laughs> uh, my
2: answer is it looks like the stuff that your people look at and go wow, it really
3: is porn. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. Preach, good sir.
2: <laughs> what do you guys think?
4: Uh, I'm very, I'm of the same mind as you. Like, a lot of times, we have this very opinionated feel towards stuff like that, where
3: it's just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I'm not even gonna. Yeah, yeah, do (laughs) not want, thanks, but no thanks. Gonna pass. Big ol' pass.
2: Yeah, I know Chiaki's in love with it, because it's made by the guy who did Revolutionary Girl Utena, but, I don't know. You gotta, I think... You're gonna have to search pretty hard, Chiaki, to find some kind of deep symbolism. In you this know
0: what? Thing. You know what? One of my favorite <laughs> things is on this podcast.
2: I have no idea. Me?
0: When you tell oh. me my opinions, <laughs> that oh. is the <laughs>
5: best. That's my job, don't you
2: know?
0: <laughs> There's actually a thread on the forums that I've I've been started to catalog episode by episode my theories on the show and its symbolism and what things could mean and whatnot. So and oh an impression God. next week.
2: Alright, so the next one is by Sake Saki said, And they say When you reviewed GetCon Shoujo nozaki kun You guys talked about not knowing if a comedy could get a higher score than a 4 out of 5 We did give that a 4 out of 5, right?
1: Uh, yes Yes. I'm yes. guessing
2: I was wondering if you felt hybrid series like *Clannad* the first season at least Where there was drama but also a comedy counted as a higher rated show in other words, does, is there like a ceiling, a glass ceiling on comedy?
0: Well, that's what we kind of talked about in that episode. I think, I think what Sake Saki is asking is that if a show is not a pure comedy, but it has these other genres or other elements mixed in alongside the comedy, can it be elevated beyond kind of that comedy glass ceiling? And, and I would say potentially yes. I think a perfect example is this season's um, Shigatsu Wakimi no Uso. Which is as much comedy as it is drama, and that's a very fine line that they're kind of straddling. And sometimes they do it very well, and sometimes they do it less successfully. But, but I would say I would say yes. Um, I think my opinion on the comedy having kind of that that the best it kind of can be at, with regards comparing it to anime as a whole, I think really looks at anime that are comedy for comedy's sake, like Mitsudomoe or um, Joe, things like that.
1: In a truly infinite universe, all things are possible.
0: There you go.
2: Nice. <laughs> so that's, that's my answer. Philosophical. <laughs> I think that um, comedy carries m- a lot of weight. Sometimes, without being, I, I just, I don't think, I, I don't think that an a- that comedy really can flex the muscles of the writer a lot of times. So I think a lot of, the, I'm more, I'm more compelled by a series when. It's, uh, what, like, Space Brothers. We've mentioned that a lot, but there's comedy in Space Brothers and also great drama. Um, and anime just, I don't know, I think sometimes it misses the mark when it's a comedy, and it and there, it really limits the capacity of the anime to have an impact on the viewer, I feel like, sometimes. Like, I would never... I would never really take an anime like uh, Nobunaga no Yabo, Yabo or whatever, seriously. You know, it's a comedy, but... It, I don't know. So yes, I and like Clenaud after story, it, that's not even really a comedy. I don't think like that's straight drama.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't really yeah.
2: call it comedy. And the per, I guess the person mm-hmm. did say the first season of Clonod, so that's.
0: Next question. Whoa defi- whoa 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 whoa
2: whoa whoa whoa
0: whoa. What? Whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa. what? Whoa.
2: Whoa. Whoa. We have some guests here, Chiaki.
0: I was going to say, would Nina like to read the next question? No, so- I-
2: absolutely. Whoa. Wait, wait. I, 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 I want to hear is... Nina's opinion on oh, oh, comedy. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. I, got, I understand.
1: I got, I got, <laughs> For God's sake. I got caught up in the woes as so I was doing my Keanu Reeves. Whoa.
0: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I- I'm sorry.
3: I didn't mean to be rude to you guys.
4: Nina, would you like to say something? About comedy. Comedy.
3: About comedy, I, I personally love comedic series. And in the case of, since the reviewer brought it up, and Shoujo Nozaki kun, I think we actually did get a lot of depth. And like the writing was still very strong. And I think there was a lot of deeper messages within the series itself that wasn't necessarily overwritten by the comedy or the fact that it is a comedic series. So I think it can be done well when in the right hands of like a really strong writer. But a lot of comedic anime, you're right, that it, it just loses any sort of deeper meaning. So I, I think it's more of a situational. Type of thing, but in general, yeah.
2: What an adept answer! It's what we're. Good I at. try. <laughs> <laughs> Geconchōjin izaki kun really was kind of like kind of an exemplary an- example of the genre. Yeah, very so true. I think everyone. I think pretty much everyone. An
1: exemplary example.
2: That, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and uh, beautiful and, uh, leaves. And Barakamon Barakamon too was another one of those. Barakamon is amazing.
0: Yeah, it is, and this is why everyone. In between episodes of the Animatics Anonymous podcast, you should also listen to Anime Cafe. Opinions like <laughs> oh. these.
2: <laughs> Thank
0: you. You're welcome.
2: Okay, here comes a cram question. Um, I could never do this in a cram voice. It's impossible. Yeah. I just can't imitate. Um, I just can't imitate cram. There's no doing it.
1: Chucky should try it.
2: Yeah, I think so. Chucky, give us your what? cram. Voice. Do your cram voice. <laughs> I, I haven't. Come on. Do it.
0: I haven't uh it's Cram's voice. Don't
2: tell me you're not gonna do it. Just do it.
0: Uh <laughs> so the next one from Goldilocks. But,
1: but make him a Russian. No, Just kidding. <laughs> for
2: God's sake.
0: Cram the Russian. Um I thought Nina was gonna read this one. Oh
1: <laughs> Nina, give us your Cram voice. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So you're like,
2: the, oh, you're, like no. you're like
3: no, You go said go sure first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Contrabassoon. I'm not aware
3: there were stipulations to reading this review. <laughs> uh it's okay. Go go ahead. You you take it okay. over. Goldilocks said, I hate the cutting your hair to show that you are manning up trope. How do the hosts feel about that trope?
1: That was a really good cram voice. <laughs> that, was, that was spot just on. Just my normal it sounded just like, on.
4: <laughs> just like cram.
1: <laughs> so, I'm sorry, view, I lost track. Views on the cutting hair to show that you're manning up trope. Do you have them?
0: you know i I have a guilty pleasure with this trope i'm not gonna lie and i admit it's a guilty pleasure but i actually kind of like it i recognize that it's overused and it's trite and everything like that but there's something about it that i'm like yeah shit got real i don't
4: know after seeing uh naruto too many times and reading it far too many times i'm Mm -hmm. sick and tired of the cutting the hair thing to be you know more tough or whatever, I'm well past and done with the cutting her hair. I, trope. Well, I think
3: it could be done really well when it's done in like a new way. Like recently Akatsuki no Yona, mm-hmm. they have her cut her giant mane of red hair and that's one of the focal points of her character. But she doesn't just like cut it to show that she's becoming more, more badass and stuff. It's like she does it to escape. So yeah. it has a meaning behind it.
0: Well, and I think that was also really cool because it showed in, in the instance of Yona which I think is great that you brought up, it shows that she's kind of ready to, she's she's prioritizing things. And, exactly. and her hair was kind of, as you said, a part of her character and a part of her past, and that was kind of a, she's sacrificing that for the now and for the future that she's trying to struggle mm-hmm. to make. So. You know,
1: whenever I get a haircut, I feel a little more manly.
0: <laughs> yeah?
4: I think they should start having male characters in anime just shave their head bald and become the most (laughs) badass person ever forget going super saiyan and growing your hair to like epic lengths no we're going just cram style no hair
0: see i i actually i had a moment like this when i started high school where i chopped off my hair was about at the length that it is now maybe a little longer and i chopped it all off to my ears and i remember that day at the hair salon going What have I done?
3: (laughs) Having uh, like a Mulan moment. Yeah.
0: There's no like (laughs) badass feeling though where like I'm looking in the mirror going like, I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh my God, where did my hair go? All of a sudden
1: music starts (laughs) playing. It's the song from Mulan. To be a man. (laughs)
0: Uh, So I think if
2: Cram were answering this question, he would express how much he doesn't like it. Doesn't like the trope very much. I'm going to defend it a little bit play Devil's Advocate. I sort of disagree with the fact that this trope is misogynistic. I know that's kind of like the stereotype that, oh, a woman can't be strong unless she becomes more manly. But uh, I don't really see how short hair really necessarily represents masculinity, especially in anime where there are oodles and oodles and tons and tons and scores of male (laughs) characters with long hair. So, like, I'm thinking Mm. about the, like, just off the top of my head, the green-haired guy from, uh, from Yoamushi Petal. His hair is like nine hundred feet long. He's a, and he's a like a uh,
1: Super Saiyan three Goku. Super Saiyan three Goku, <laughs> <laughs> voiced by Goro Shigeno, his of hair, major
2: uh, mountain biker. His hair gets longer. And um, <laughs> I, th- I I think of it more as like a fresh start or a new beginning for the character, and less of a oh I'm like I'm gonna change my appearance so it's a new it's a fresh start. It's not I'm gonna change yeah. my appearance because because I can't be strong unless I'm a man. That's you kind know? of how
3: I view it with that. Mm
2: -hmm. So I think that trope kind of it is overused, but I think it gets it gets it gets trashed for the wrong reasons.
3: Right. I think the only reason it has the misogynistic connotations is actually because of Mulan, because she does cut her hair to become a man. Mm -hmm. Like that's where the, the underlying theme of it comes from. But you're right. In more modern day shows, it's definitely less. I'm becoming manly and more. It's a new start.
1: Well, to be a man, you must be as mysterious as must, the dark side of the
2: moon. You
0: must, <laughs> you must have honor. As
3: as a running river.
1: <laughs> to be a man, you
2: must have honor, honor, and a penis.
1: That is true.
0: That's that is also Shin true.
2: Shin-Chan, as we all know from Shin-Chan. <laughs> okay, so the next mailbag is from Flame X. Asks this, a totally unrelated a question that has nothing to do with anime. Have you guys played Xenogears? If so, what are your thoughts on it? No. No. I think no. that it's one of the <laughs> 10...
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next question. Whoa, 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 whoa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys both say no? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. I yes, think Xenogears no. is one of the top 10 best animes that's ever... Anime. Top, top 10 yeah. best RPGs ever made. I think that it belongs in there with Lunar, Chrono Trigger, several of the Final Fantasy games, maybe Dragon Quest VIII and a few others. It's a very long game. It's very long. It, the storyline uh, story alone is probably like 80 hours so 60 to uh, 60 to 80 hours and i played it when i was maybe 13 or 14 and frankly that anime story is just too or i keep calling it an anime that game's story is too complicated for someone that age mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like psychological stuff in it they they do a lot of i don't know if you guys know a lot of, know a lot of psychology but they talk about like the superego and the id mm-hmm. um a lot and I, I when i was 14 i'm like what the hell is what the hell is an id i don't know what the hell that is so like going back i might really uh understand more about the story but that's a great that's a great rpg from
1: the playstation one era
2: so
0: last question who wants to read it i'll read it go for it
1: okay another flame x question is there any j-pop or j-rock artist slash band you wish to see live here in the states
4: baby metal baby metal for days baby metal
0: Baby metal for That's... days, even.
1: I was at a bar last night and uh, at the jukebox thing, the guy was like, "Hey, see if you could see if they have baby metal." I'm like, "That's awesome! I like you." He was also wearing an Attack on Titan shirt, which is pretty cool. Well, that
0: explains
3: my a new best friend. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I, you know, it's not a J-pop or J-rock artist, but I'm just gonna say it anyway. Joe Hisaishi.
3: Oh my I wanna god. I want to go to a concert.
0: Oh yeah. I want to go oh to a goodness. symphony, a Ghibli symphony.
3: I would. Pay. I would die. I would just. I would be a weeping mess the entire time. Right.
1: I'm gonna pull up my Pandora right now so I can see what yeah. <laughs> stations I have on here that I, are anime.
3: I would pl- I would pay
2: um, probably any sum to go see Joji hmm I mean,
5: yeah,
2: I would I would pay more than like it would cost to go see Wicked. I would pay more than it would cost to see the producers again.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so the first thing that came up is Asian Kung Fu Generation. Oh, uh, they're, they're pretty good. My, my, yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, Inoue Joe, he's really good.
2: My um my picks for this were uh, I want Utada Hikaru to come out of hi- come out of her hi- hiatus and just give me a personal concert <laughs> that would be cool. Hey man, me.
3: Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, fingers crossed she's back.
2: <laughs> Except when I was riding last time, I was riding in a car with a Japanese person in Japan, and they were playing Utada on their radio. I was like, do you? I was t- asking them, do you know the uh, the anime um, Simple and Clean or the song Simple and Clean? And
3: they had no idea. <gasps> yeah, it's um, like sacrilege. I think that's that kinda, hurt my heart to hear. I
2: think that I think that song kind of is in the later years of Utada, maybe when people weren't listening to all of her stuff. Anyway, um, Air Awie f- did an amazing song from Kill la Kill, Sanbika, and I would love to hear that. And uh, of course, Nanamizuki Nanami, Mizuki was someone I couldn't see when, when I was in Japan, so I, I'd, like, I'd like I'd like to see her live.
0: I go see Califina again. Saw her in Japan or saw that uh, in Japan, but I can I guess pass on that one. One more quick announcement before we end this ungodly long clerical section. This um, hasn't
2: been clerical section ended like twenty five
1: minutes ago.
0: Okay, fair you're,
2: crazy. You're, you're crazy. You're
1: crazy. This whole podcast is clerical. <laughs> it is everything. <laughs>
0: there's there's no. Th- we lied about that review and main topic. We're just gonna do this the whole time. Um, no, we're pleased to announce again that we will be attending the Florida Anime Experience Convention Year Five in Orlando, Florida. And this year's convention's theme is Evangelion, with all the main voice actors for Asuka, Shinji, Rei, and Madi in attendance. Of course, these are the English voice actors, but if you are an Ava fan, this is a really great opportunity to meet these voice actors all in one place, one-stop shopping, get your autographs, and say hello.
2: Can, can I just say real quick that the woman who voice acts Rei Ayanami is really really hot.
0: We know what oh, means
2: he's of looking for. <laughs> there is going. There will be an interview. If if we don't get an interview with this woman, I will be so unhappy.
1: I'll do the interview. I'll <laughs> take one for the team. Him. Spike
2: Spike Spencer is great. I'll take I'll do I'll interview Spike yeah, Spencer you can interview again. Him. <laughs> but the, we must interview Ray Ayanami's voice actress because I will be so unhappy. What is her name? Do you know her <laughs> name? I <I've laughs> don't even know her name. <laughs> I know she's gorgeous.
0: <laughs> the story of Bitsuki's <laughs> love life. He knows
1: the important she's
0: things. so hot. What's her name? Um... If you are interested in coming to the Florida Anime Experience, we have two tickets to give away. I'm looking at you, Nina and Anton. Uh, (laughs) If you go to aaapodcast.com forward slash FAE 15, you can fill out a form that tells us why we should give you one of our free tickets. And you can be as creative and or short as you want in filling out this form. It could just be because because (laughs) why should we give you a ticket because 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 reasons and stuff stuff. (laughs) yes exactly okay so and while you're there don't forget to tweet facebook share whatever the fact that we have these tickets to give away even if you can't personally go spreading the word is always great and we appreciate that because it's a great convention and you never know who among your friends might be interested in going so i'll give
1: you three guesses as to what's on mitsugi's computer right now
2: I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint It's the voice actress <laughs> <of Rea> Anami, <laughs> And her name is Her name is Brina Palencia
0: Alright well so. we'll see about getting an interview With uh, Brina and that way Mitsugi can, can fanboy So this episode as we mentioned before We're going to be talking about cosplay And we're going to have a review later on Shingeki Bahamut Genesis So don't go anywhere More with Anton and Nina from Anime Cafe When we come back from this news break Hey all you anime addicts, this is Chiaki and this is your anime news break. First up, for those of you who can't get enough of Magical Boys, you may already be excited for the Blu-ray release of Cute High Earth Defense Club on March 18th in Japan. The Blu-ray is retailing for 6,800 yen, about 57 US dollars, and the DVD is retailing for 5,800 yen, or just under 50 US dollars. Well, if you are going to be purchasing either the Blu-ray or DVD from Animate, you will also be getting a muffler towel featuring the boys and the wombat in the bath. So if buying Blu-ray or DVDs of cute high earth defense club love was anywhere on your radar, it might be a good time so you can get this limited edition towel. Now if cute magical boys isn't quite your speed, maybe you prefer Hello Kitty. And if you are a hardcore Hello Kitty lover, there might be one place that you are just missing the perfect Hello Kitty memorabilia. What am I talking about? I am talking about your toilet. Yes, you heard me right, your toilet. And Hello Kitty has made a new toilet seat cover that includes a bidet and a warmer. The prototype is currently being displayed at Sanrio's Tokyo headquarters. Now, there's no information about when or if it will even be for sale, but for you hardcore Hello Kitty fans, there's hope that Hello Kitty will be staring up at you from your toilet seat. For you manga readers, there is some good news from Kodansha. Kodansha and Tokyo-based marketing company Digital Garage has recently announced that the companies will be entering a joint venture for web manga distribution in North America. It's going to use Kodansha's San Francisco-based affiliate company Kodansha Advanced Media LLC to bring manga content to North American readers via websites and smartphone apps. The Digital content will also be used to promote print media re- releases from Kodansha USA. What titles will be released and when services will be available remains unknown, but this could be a new opportunity for you to get manga faster and hopefully cheaper. Finally, if you have 5 minutes and 20 seconds of your day to devote to anime, which let's face it, we all know you do, there's a new anime short out there that is probably worth your time. Ayashi Productions' spin-off studio in Miyagi, which was one of the prefectures hit hardest by the 2011 Tohoku earthquake, has produced an anime short to thank people for their help during the prefectures reconstruction as well as prevent victims' memories from fading away. The story follows a pair of 16-year-old high school students who lived through the disaster and the aftermath. Jun Agatsuma's father is a doctor and she worries about the future. Kunpei Sato's father is a fisherman and it was decided that the boy will succeed his father in the job. Of course, both their lives are suddenly disrupted when the earthquake and tsunami hit their area. The two determine their futures as the Miyagi Prefecture recovers in the wake of the disaster. If you're interested in watching, the anime will be airing on BS11 Channel's news program Onze on March 8th at 6pm. This was Shiaki and this was your anime news break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back to the show soon.
2: Chiaki, what's that?
0: Mitsugi, what what are you doing looking at my computer screen? Get out of here. Was that a... No.
2: I, I think it was. No, it wasn't. Come on, Shiaki. We've all played a hentai game before. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Will you
0: just get out of here?
2: Okay, I will. Thank you. If you tell me where you got it.
0: Really, Mitsugi?
2: Yeah, you know, I bought hentai games before in Akihabara, but... They're all in Japanese. I can barely get halfway through them before I get frustrated and have to quit. I can't understand a word that's on the screen. Well, maybe you
0: should study more.
2: Plus, that one looks really high quality. I mean, look at all the artwork on her-
0: I'm looking at my computer screen again!
2: Fine, but you get my point.
0: Alright, if it makes you go away, I got it off JList.com.
2: JList.com? Don't they just have figures and bentos and stuff?
0: Well, yeah, but they also have some more adult things, too. They have a huge library of English-translated visual novels. And, yeah, not all of them are adult. Some are like Steinsgate, and they're always bringing out more. But if you're into the adult stuff, they also have some other things that, well, may help you enjoy those visual novels.
2: Whoa, I'll have to check it out now.
0: Great. Go to JList.com and look at all the adult things you want on your computer, because mine is busy, so if you'll excuse me.
2: Right, don't worry, I won't bother you again. I'll be too busy looking at JList.com. Hi there, this is Vic Mignogna, the voice of Edward Elric, and Tamaki Suo, and lots of fun guys, and I am, yes, I have to admit it, I'm
3: a total anime addict.
0: We're back to the 265th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. I got that right, right? 265th?
2: Yeah, that's right. That okay. about right. All
0: right. So, somewhere in there. Give or take. 260s, as, as Mitsugi was saying before the show, 260 episodes more than he thought we would do <laughs> when we first started. So, let's see. Is Nina and Anton still there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Woo! I believe that is R. They still there? Yeah, I know. Uh, I believe it's am... Nina and... and I'm just
0: kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Is you there? Is they be there? Is they be there? Yes. (laughs) I speak English. Um, So our topic today is cosplay. And this is not the first time we've had a cosplay topic. I've done cosplay topics in the past because, as most people who follow the show know, I love cosplay. I'm a casual cosplayer, though. So nothing quite like Miss Nina over here. But... I really enjoy it and pay attention to it and I'm very excited to do it again because I haven't done it for two years now because I didn't have the opportunity to do it in Japan and so I'm getting back into it this convention season here in the States so I'm very excited for that but I think it is something that you know we've talked about and that's an important part of the MA community and I think we should start you know Nina do you want to give a little bit of your your background with with cosplay.
3: Well, I've been cosplaying for eight years now, I Mm. think. Um, I I started back when I was a sophomore in high school and it just kind of turned into this full-on addiction and obsession. Uh, It's just my favorite hobby. I love everything about it. It combines like the nerdy, fan stuff of being, like, obsessed with anime and video games and whatnot, but then there's also the factors of, like, getting to make your own costumes and doing things like wig styling and prop making and photography and modeling, so it's just, like, this big conglomeration of all my different interests into one hobby, which is really fun.
0: So what got you into cosplay? I know for me, like, I went to a convention and I saw other people doing it, and that was literally what got me into cosplay. It was, like, that aha moment of, what do you mean I can dress up as my favorite characters? Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> um I actually, let me think. I I was going to the book release of the seventh Harry Potter book. And at the last minute, like literally the day before, I was like, wait, what if I dressed up as Hermione? And so I spent that day like running around my city, going to like TJ Maxx and trying to put a costume together. And I did. And it was so much fun at the Borders release party the following day. And then after that, I discovered a local convention here in Michigan called Yomacon. And this was like back in 2007 or whatever and i went there on sunday at 3 p.m so there was no one at the convention anymore just like some people sitting in the hallways with free hug signs and then like drunk people wandering around and i Uh, Ah yes late sunday
0: at a convention oh yes
3: yeah and like my mom took me and it was just she was kind of weirded out but i was like this is the coolest thing ever oh my god
0: your mom let you go back after that
3: yeah yeah surprisingly (laughs) um so after that, I I did more research and I I found out about cosplay. I was like Google imaging, image searching for like an Inuyasha character or something. And then I saw people dressed up as them and was like, oh, wait, this is the thing I could do. And from then on, it just spiraled out of control.
0: So I want to kind of talk with you about the cosplay universe and... and- this, you know, not really, I guess, an interview, but kind of just go back and forth and and discuss cosplay and, and oh, where yeah. things are, and and over the past, you know, five to ten years, I feel like Comic Con has had a sort of renaissance in mainstream media on how it's covered, accepted, accepted, and the attendees it draws, and and I feel like Comic Con ha- changed from that thing that these people did to, you know, you have CNN covering it, and you have major mm-hmm. movie releases sending big name A list stars to Comic Con, and and looking at it is one of the most important press events of the year. And part of that, I feel like, has been cosplay and cosplayers getting more attention. And of course, a lot of these aren't anime related because it is Comic-Con, but it's still kind of that subculture, I guess you could say. So mm-hmm. well, how, how have you seen kind of either increased acceptance or, or change to the cosplay landscape? You know, do you feel the same about Comic-Con or do you think something different?
3: Oh no, I definitely agree. Um, even just in the the eight years that I've been doing this, like back when I started cosplay, it was still kind of like the you do what on weekends. Um, but now, if I mention it to like my coworkers at my new job, I I inadvertently brought up cosplay and that I have a YouTube channel about it, and they were just like, "Wait, so what is it? You you dress up like superheroes on weekends and run around in capes and stuff? Oh, that's really cool." And I explained it a little more and they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that on TV. I've seen that in movies like in the Iron Man 3 movie they reference cosplayers. So it's just like it's it's definitely more accessible to people. And now when you mention cosplay, it's not, oh, you're one of those nerds that goes to Star Trek conventions. It's, oh, everybody does this. Yeah, I really
0: agree with that. And I think it's it's very interesting to see how that's transformed because. Again, it's it's something as you kind of hit the nail on the head in my mind with it's something that transformed from this kind of place of shame or mm. subculture to something that you can say, oh, yeah, I dress up in costumes. And I don't want to say everybody because we know it's not there yet, but a right. lot more people than you would expect, even a couple years ago, have that reaction of, oh, that's really cool. And and let's face it, who doesn't want to run around in a cape on their Saturdays oh, and exactly. Sundays? Oh, exactly.
3: Like, if you just word it like, oh, it's like Halloween, but for grownups, then yeah. people, they're a lot more accepting than if you're like, yeah, sometimes I dress up like anime characters and I go to these <laughs> anime cons. But even then, people are just like, oh, yeah, anime, I've heard of that thing before. That's that Japanese cartoon stuff, right? You dress up like the characters? Okay. <laughs> That makes perfect sense.
0: So another thing that I feel like has changed the cosplayers landscape is YouTube, because YouTube, I feel like is this strange, great equalizer on the internet, where it's it's not like Tumblr. And I don't mean that in a bad way. But let's face it, there's a certain type of people who are on Tumblr. Oh, yes. And <laughs> and it's kind of in a co- its own corner of the internet. And and God bless it, I love it. I'm on it every day, but but it's its own corner of the internet. And I feel like YouTube is this place where you have everyone from the, you know, gym rat muscle heads who are going on there for <laughs> their, you know, next bro science bro science Me video. Too,
5: JoJo. <laughs>
0: and then and then you have of course people like us and people who are into cosplay. And and your YouTube YouTube channel Mango Sirene has, has gotten a lot of popularity. How do you feel like YouTube is, is changing things and, and that medium has helped you connect with other cosplayers?
3: I mean, it definitely makes cosplayers more accessible because I think when you see them at conventions or even just like the photos online, it's kind of sometimes portrayed in a way that's very untouchable. Like, oh, wow, they're like I'm thinking of Yaya Han, just like, oh, my gosh, she's so pretty. She's so gorgeous. She looks amazing in all her photos. But then you'd see her in a YouTube video and you're like, wait, she's an actual human being. She's talking and she's talking like I do. I can totally relate to that. So I feel like having my YouTube channel, it helps me personally connect with the people who follow my cosplay because I can just be myself. I'm not like posing as the character in a photo. It's, hey, I'm doing this video and I'm talking to you guys like you're my friends. And I think people find that very relatable. She's lovely, by
0: the way, Yaya Han. And I don't just she's... mean an appearance like as a oh, person. No, she's... she's lovely.
3: She's wonderful. I, I got to meet her at KatsuCon a couple years ago. And one, she's so tiny and so cute. Like, I just want to put her in my pocket. Sorry, yeah, yeah that's really creepy. But it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but she's an absolute sweetheart. And I she's definitely one of my favorite cosplayers.
0: I think one of our first interviews, if not the first, definitely in the first, like, five to ten, um, was with yaya Han actually. And she was oh she gosh. was very gracious and very nice. So you can you can find that interview on our on our website under the featured guest section, but I, I warn you the the sound quality is back in the day sound quality. So <laughs> maybe one of these conventions we yeah. can corner her for another twenty minutes and, if, and catch up with if, her. If I
2: recall there were definitely some issues with the connection.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Unfortunately, that one.
1: as regards YouTube, one of the things that I think is really special about it and helps you to connect uh, on a real level with people is that um, there's only so so long you can be communicating with someone and be fake. After a yeah. while, your real personality is going to come through. And oh, so, absolutely. So that said, uh, this is going to be my last episode because I can't keep up the facade.
0: <laughs> Just kidding.
1: <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> you know, that's it's funny you say that because I've had people, and I don't know with Anime Cafe if you guys have gotten to this point yet, but I have asked the question before, or I have been asked the question before, rather, of... are your personalities on the show personas or whatever is it is it fake is it act? is this you know whatever and and i'm kind of like you know there are some things that on on the show i might some aspects of my personality i might draw out a little bit more be a little more direct or whatever but i i don't think you can keep up a facade for this long
1: no no No, this is exactly me basically
0: (laughs) Not without some kind of multiple personality disorder.
3: No, I definitely noticed that, especially this past weekend at KatsuCon. um, Because in my vlogs, I try and keep everything like PG as far as language goes and like content. But at KatsuCon, I'm going back through the vlog footage and I'm like swearing every other (laughs) word. So I'm just like, guys, you're getting the real me this time. (laughs) Sorry. The really real. Really real. (laughs) This
1: is the really real vlog.
0: I, I I'm inspired by your your videos. I've been saying for some time, much to the chagrin of our listeners, because everyone is looking at me going, "Yeah, right, Chiaki. Let's see it when it happens." But I've been saying I'm going to do a YouTube series called "Chiaki on the Couch" for a while and just talk about whatever shit I <laughs> want to on the couch. <laughs> That'd be so, amazing. We'll see we'll see if that happens. But I, I think it's interesting that you brought up kind of how how cosplayers are real people because one of the things that I always have this moment of when I'm looking at, at cosplay is is I look at other people's cosplay and I go, Oh my god, he she is so pretty. And they they look fake. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but in in a positive way of they are so perfect to the character that they just seem to embody them one hundred percent. And and one of the things that I think it comes out too with that is how characters are designed, and what I mean is, is the discrepancies in men's and wom- women's costumes, and therefore cosplay, and the way characters oh, are designed, and things like that. And and what do you think? Does a problem exist in your mind, or this is is the sexualization of cosplayers or whatnot blown out of proportion?
3: I mean, it's not so much the cosplayers that are the problem, like at all. It's it's the way female characters are designed specifically in both like eastern and western media like you see this in anime you see this in comic books it's how the female characters are designed and what we as cosplayers run into is like we really want to portray this character we really love her we really love everything about them we want to make that outfit but it happens to be more scantily clad so then it becomes an issue of like oh is the cosplayer just doing it to do a sexy outfit is she just doing it for attention just just to be sexualized and it's like no we we just want to dress up as that character. Sorry Some, that they Sometimes, yes. <laughs> right, right. I mean, but, you're, you're always going to get the cosplayers who are like, no, I, I do want the attention. Or like, I don't care if it's sexual. Like, I, I want to do it because it's that. But for the most part, it's like, I really want to cosplay Starfire in her new 52 outfit. Oh, wait, that's not clothing. But I love her enough that I'm going to do it anyway.
1: Is it so wrong that I just want to dress up scantily? So it's I mean, it's, it's on, an guys. interesting dynamic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if
0: anyone can dress up scantily, it's you Kazoo. Oh thank you. I mean I, I think. think Mitsugi Mitsugi did a topless episode now. Oh I'm not. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I can I'll say do a, I'll do a bottomless episode. How I about can that?
2: say I'm I'm fairly sure I'm the only one of the five of us that has done a shirt done a show naked with just censor stars on my nipples. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yes and and the funny thing is is that he's not he's not kidding yeah. yeah I think I think sexualization in in anime and in kind of as you were saying it, it it extends beyond anime into other things such as comics or video games or whatnot I think it's an interesting topic and especially because I hate to dredge up muck but but just for a quick reference you know you had the whole gamergate thing and everything like that oh, and yeah. so oh, God this well, I was just I'm just using it as an example of there there is some tensions I think that are that are starting to to boil up about, you know, men and and women and how they're treated in these subcultures and I think cosplay is an interesting kind of of middle ground because more often than not you don't see the men as sexualized as the women are. And that's and that's my personal opinion and as I've said before, that's one of the reasons why I love free is because Free is a show that says, all right, we're going to do the same thing to guys that we've been doing to girls for a long time and make them wet in spandex.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but I'm sorry. Then
3: I think free is a really good example of it because they don't do it in like an overtly sexual way. Like you're not getting like the equivalent of, panty shots with them it's just like no they're male athletes we're going to show their muscles and do it in a way that's like still respectful to the character and it's like if female fan service was the same way that would be awesome I'd be totally gung-ho for it but the fact is that female fan service is usually in very 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 sexual manner and like it's not just we're appreciating their body it's it's gross yeah
1: (laughs) now I'm just thinking of ways that they could have like you know like the equivalence of a cleavage shot on in on a male character. Like what would <laughs> right, that be?
2: Right. <laughs> you know, guys, guys, and, guys, and, it's it, okay. Me, it's okay. She might she might look seven, but she's actually she's actually eighteen, <laughs> oh, so God. it's really okay. Seriously.
0: I oh. <laughs> uh, to answer your question, Kazuo, and Nina, tell me if you agree with this. The equivalent of a cleavage shot is those lines that a get uh, that a guy can get the right? Hip lines, the, the hip, hip lines, lines, the hip lines, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right above his shorts and below, like his shirt. Right, right. Like if that comes, oh the god, v, yeah. those are nice. <laughs> um,
1: so anyway, so
0: distraction, cosplay. so cosplay. <laughs> it, one of the videos that I watched, while well, and I was sucked into the black hole of the uh, M- mango serene youtube channel was the
3: can it is a you dark place it was a dark place and i am sorry
0: you, you know i'm happy to be in your dark place <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys talking about get your heads <laughs> out of the gutter um was the can you cosplay video and i enjoyed that video and i think it's worth a watch because oh. i think um body issues or insecurities is something that holds a lot of people back when it comes to cosplay. I know it's held me back when it's come to cosplay there. There are a lot of cosplay that I've looked at and I went, I'm not skinny enough to wear that. And, and I'm not shunning people who maybe my weight or heavier and do wear, wear that. But it's just for me and my personal insecurities. I'm like, I, I can't walk around a con in a bikini. I'm yeah. just not confident enough with my body to do that. And if you are more kudos, kudos to you.
1: That's, as a as a fat ugly brown person, <laughs> oh, no. I can say that <laughs> that is basically why I haven't cosplayed. Because it's like you know, so many people that do are they fit a certain type of you know, uh, I don't know. They look a certain way. Yeah. And as someone who doesn't look that way.
0: Well, and it's funny. It's funny you say brown person, even though I don't. <laughs> I don't think your skin is that dark. But like, um, not that it would matter if it was. You're but not fat but um i one of the things that you had mentioned you know was notice how nobody corrected
1: that (laughs) (laughs) like well you're not that
0: brown and you're not that fat (laughs)
1: anyways
0: (laughs) (laughs) sorry i missed that first one but um one of the things i thought that was interesting in your video too nina was that you mentioned you know i'm too and you had that blank space that you were filling in with you heard and and one of them was black i'm too black or i'm too dark-skinned or whatever the case may be and I, I loved, I think it was, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but February is Black History Month, and I think it was Anime News Network was doing a, a
3: black cosplayers
0: feature where every day or whatever, or yeah every um, week.
3: A, a few cosplayers I follow. There's a few cosplayers I follow that are participating in it, but uh, I think it was Princess Mentality Cosplay who really got the ball rolling on the, um it was like 28 days of black cosplay the month of February. And I, I think it's been awesome. It's just promoting that side of the cosplay community. I, I love seeing all of it all over my newsfeed. It's really exciting.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's great. But for those who do put themselves out there, I feel like they oftentimes face attacks or, or oh, yeah. trolls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where do you think this comes from in the geek communities that engage in or take part in cosplay or are surrounded by cosplay? And have you ever faced it? And how do you think it can be prevented
3: I mean, in terms of race specifically, I haven't really experienced it being a privileged white girl, but um, I've I've seen the most ridiculous arguments against people of different races cosplaying. Like, I when I posted that video, there was a huge like debacle in the comments when someone was saying like, "Well, think of how Naruto would feel if a black person dressed up as him." And I'm what? like, "Are you serious right now?" Like, Naruto is not a real person. Naruto is a fictional character. And you know it what it does not matter.
0: You know what I would I would say? If Naruto was real, he probably would think it's awesome.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's actually exactly what I said. I'm like, if you know anything about Naruto, he'd think anyone dressing up as him is the coolest thing. He would go nuts over it, regardless <laughs> of what they looked like. He'd just be like, You like me enough to do that? Awesome. Datebayo. But the the fact that someone has that mentality and it's it's really pervasive within the cosplay community and it comes down to if you don't like the character, you shouldn't dress up as them because it's not doing them justice. And I'm like, these characters, they're they they do not exist. Their feelings do not matter compared to that of real people. And it's just something that some some fans out there can't wrap their mind around and I mean, doing something that's really good for the character, like accurate to them and portraying them in a way that's really cool, awesome, great. But when it comes down to it, it's about making yourself happy with this hobby and portraying the characters you want to portray. And no one should be prevented from doing that because of their appearance. That's just... That's a little too back in the day. It's 2015 and it's time to get over that.
0: See where I think it comes from and, and you kind of hit on something that I wanted to, to discuss was these two kind of schools of cosplay in my mind. And one school is this, you know, cosplay the characters you want and have fun doing it. And it doesn't matter if you're what color skin you are, what color hair you have, you know, whatever, just enjoy yourself doing it. Whereas the other school is is very strict about be true to the characters and cosplay characters that you look like, and you can really honor the exactness of the character with your cosplay.
1: I don't like that school and because I don't look
0: like any of <laughs> 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 And and I think I think the place it comes from, and I don't know if if you kind of know this, Nina, is it, it, I think it comes from Japan actually because. A mindset of the Japanese cosplayers is that you shouldn't cosplay unless you can look almost identical to the character. I don't I don't know if you've heard that before, but that's that's the impression I've got from from being in Japan.
3: I would definitely believe that I've had a few friends who've lived over in Japan for various reasons and that they would be telling me about how the convention scene is over there. And that was definitely one of the things that they brought up. So I can see how that sort of seeps into the Western culture of cosplay. And I can't say it's something I agree with. No,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know, I, I generally agree. Also, my only my only qualm is is there are times where I look at somebody and I'm like, you should have a little more fabric on you. (laughs) <laughs> then, right. that's just right. my personal I mean, opinion but there are times that I see someone I'm like just instead of a string more like a strip let's... more like a rope <laughs>
3: I mean, it, it comes down to what I'm like personally comfortable seeing with other people's bodies like no matter what the person looks like no matter what their weight or level of fitness is if they're like in just strings and ribbon like there was this one um, character a couple of years back where she was literally just covered in black ribbon like that's it and people would cosplay her at conventions, and I'd just look at that. And they'd be tiny, skinny girls, and I'd be like, "No, go back to your room and put on a coat, sweetie. You must be so cold."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I look so. back at the first cosplay I ever did, and and it wasn't even a cosplay. It was just something I threw together, and I'm just like, I, I I was I was very young and very foolish, and and showed way too much skin. And <laughs> let's revise this mentally with myself. But right. But
3: then, but then I. I take a step back and I'm like, okay, I personally wouldn't be comfortable wearing that, but if they are wearing it and they feel great and they are rocking it in their head, awesome. More power to them. And as long as they're like not breaking any decency laws. Okay. Yeah.
1: So at the uh, next convention, I will be wearing string.
3: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Looking forward to it.
1: man. Lots and lots of string.
0: (laughs) You heard it. You heard it here. Everyone. If you want to cosplay, Kazuo just wear string. Um, while we're on the subject of of bodies and whatnot. Anyone who watches your YouTube videos can see that you are quite trim yourself. Um, and as you already mentioned, you are of the privileged white girl variety, which I am also. Um, but I saw a picture that involved some serious ab muscles. I think it was your Starfire wow. cosplay. Um, yes. <laughs> and 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 I'm there might have been some contouring. I don't I don't want to take like diminish your your hard work but but you know whatever the case may be (laughs) kudos and jealousy so do you do anything in particular to lose or maintain weight or do you consider um your own opinion appearance because of your being involved in cosplay do you think about it when you're in your day-to-day life and your choices and whatnot
3: I mean definitely like cosplay is what motivated me to actually start becoming more fit and working out in general. Um, I used to think I hated it. And then I got to college and was like, wait, I love running. Wait, lifting weights is awesome. Um, and I got into it because of that. And it, it kind of became like a mutual interest. Like it was because of cosplay, but also because I just enjoy exercise and fitness in general. So, um, Let me
1: ask you, have you ever considered sitting on the couch and eating Cheetos? Because that too is awesome. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, just saying we there can- are
1: other options... <laughs>
3: see Anton and I both have like really strict diets like I have to follow (laughs) Um, I mean I have sat on the couch and eaten sweet potato chips before and that's pretty awesome Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah it's 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 something that I do because of cosplay but I also would do it even if I wasn't involved in cosplay right Um,
0: it's about being healthy
3: (laughs) so much like trying to lose weight or maintain weight it's just like I like a healthier lifestyle if I don't work out one day then I feel really gross and just unhappy in general um, so that that's usually good motivation how
0: do i get like that <laughs> because i really need some of
3: that medicine <laughs> um <laughs> i i have a ton of fitness fitness information on on my personal Tumblr, which you said you followed, Um, but I have a giant FAQ with a bunch of information about like how to get started with fitness and whatnot. But generally um, I I would say it's cleaning up diet, like cut out those Cheetos and get rid of the junk food if at all possible. Um, And then just like eating cleaner, eating healthier, try and go for more natural, less chemically processed foods. And then also just moving, like find, a physical activity that you enjoy—it doesn't have to be weightlifting or going to the gym or running on the treadmill. It can be something like playing soccer or swimming. as like free. I, uh, I feel like this is if an
1: intervention really... for me. I'm like, all right, fine, <laughs> fine. Geez.
3: Yeah, I know. Oh. I'm sitting here if you're and I'm really like, into yo-yo <sighs> Take up cycling. Like, give it a try. Pick up a bike and see if you can. <laughs> I don't think that's how you ride you a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try you lift and do it. The but... And
4: then
3: run. Or, like, if you really like Kuroko no Basuke, try playing basketball. Like, you might really enjoy it. Or, um, my friend Courtney, she brought up, like, she started doing martial arts and stuff because of Avatar The Last Airbender. She, she wanted to learn how to replicate some of those moves for cosplay, and she found she really liked it. So, she started doing things like Tai Chi. And it's just finding something that you enjoy, it doesn't have to be weightlifting. If you don't want to, like, you, you know, don't have to go to the gym.
0: <laughs> you know, that's one of those things that that I wish more people would get on the bandwagon for because, you know, I I, I joke about fitness and whatnot. And, and, and I'll be honest, I hate I hate the gym. I really do. Like, like there mm-hmm. there's my honest confession about it is that there's nothing about it that I like. But I'll go through cycles of every couple months. I'll look at myself and I'm like, OK, I'm kind of at the top of the weight that I feel comfortable being And it's time to get my ass in the gym and clean up my diet and whatnot. (laughs) And I, I wish I could do that for longer terms than every couple months. But, you know, my own personal faults. But I wish I wish the cosplay community would kind of have that mentality toward it or or whatnot, where, you know, it's not necessarily about losing weight and being a stick, but it's about being healthy. And and I think that's right. something. I,
3: I, I definitely agree. I I hear so many of my friends too who are just like, oh, I'm getting too fat. I can't do this cosplay, or like, I need to start starving myself before the next convention so I can look good in my cosplay. And I just want to take them wrap them in a blanket and be like no honey that's no don't please <laughs> take care of yourself and it, it's again for me it's always been like not about losing weight or getting skinny or anything like that it's I just want to be healthy and I want to be strong more than anything and I am aside from anime I'm a huge fan of western comics and so I'll look at those female superheroes and I'm like they look like they could crush your head between their thighs like a watermelon and that's what I aim for and you'll Like you be okay with it exactly <laughs> Like, I look at characters like Starfire or Power Girl or Wonder Woman, and I'm like, that's what I strive for when I go to the gym. It's not like I want to be a tiny, petite Asian girl. Because let's be honest, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Back to that privileged white girl thing. That I'm, I'm never going to look, look like a tiny, 90-pound Asian girl. But I can try and become like a female superhero, and that's what I go for.
2: It's so weird. I keep going to the gym like six days a week, and I just keep getting bigger. Well, you also eat a <laughs> getting more para, getting more, getting more swole. You gotta get those gains. I'm gonna be a JoJo. <laughs> JoJo, oh my, I'm Yeah, you like looking characters
3: from JoJo. Dem go games. for
2: that. Yeah, life goals,
3: life goals bizarre, JoJo. <gasps> no.
2: <laughs> yeah, JoJo is uh, pretty awesome.
0: Miyazaki drinks raw eggs every morning. I do every morning. He does I do. actually. <laughs> I playing.
1: I the tiger. <laughs> This is alarm clock in the morning. Meanwhile,
0: I'm sitting there like, uh, I could run or I could eat some melon chocolates that Jayla sent me. Mm. (laughs) I know this isn't
2: this isn't like a fitness podcast, but but if you put two raw eggs in the in like a shake, you really can't tell they're there. Mm. But anyway,
0: (laughs) I've I've done it. I've done it. I I didn't shake it up enough though. I got it got a little Uh, slimy.
1: You forgot to crack the eggs first.
0: (laughs) You know, (laughs) (laughs) fatal errors. I was wondering why it was like drinking glass. Um, So let's let's kind of shift from the cosplay universe and from the state of cosplay to making cosplay, which I think is also very fun. So do you primarily buy or make or some kind of hybrid of both when it comes to clothes, accessories and props? And of course, those three can have different answers.
3: I make pretty much everything um occasionally i'll work with one of my friends from um power power loader cosplay he he does prop commissions and occasionally i'll hit a point where i'm like i don't have time to make this myself that actually happened for ala last month um i was working on a blake belladonna from ruby cosplay and i just i did not have time to make gamble shroud amidst everything else i had going on especially with the holiday season and it being winter in michigan can't really like spray paint outside what is Um, winter winter is this horrible weather where it's like negative 23 degrees outside you and you just don't go anywhere that's so it's weird underst- i've
0: never experienced that. i don't
1: understand the thermostat it's doesn't horrible. go that low does it <laughs> we
0: we
2: had winter it was 48 hours
3: yeah yeah we did <laughs> thank god that's over oh, with the it dream oh. They got all the way down yeah, to like so, 30 so i ran into this issue where like i was not gonna be able to finish this prop so i asked him to help me out and fortunately he was able to finish it in time but for the most part i make everything myself because I like I'm I really like having my hands involved in every single aspect of the costume. Cause it just it's a better feeling for me, like no knocking anybody who buys their costumes. Like I have plenty of friends who do that and it's totally cool. But personally I like being involved with the creation. So then when people are like, Did you make that or where did you get that? I can be like It was all me, baby. All me. (laughs) I hope you say the
0: baby every time. Oh,
3: absolutely.
0: Excellent. Yeah. I, you know, I started making my own costumes, but now I'm kind of at the point in life where I'm just like, I don't have the time and buying is kind of my route. And then embellishing upon where, you know, it's like, okay, so I bought it and I have the base and it's great, but I don't like this trim. So I'm going to rip
3: it off and, and replace it. Yeah. So a lot of people do that. And I, occasionally I'll do that too. Like um for Sugawata from Haikyu, I, I wasn't going to sew a volleyball jersey. Like it's just a casual costume I'm going to be wearing around, so I just bought one of those and then like I did Haru from um the Future Fish ending for free and he's in a chef outfit and it's like I That's can just awesome. buy one of those. So <laughs> Yeah.
0: So do you cross-play
3: it... often? I did not really start crossplaying until this past year and I'm obsessed with it. It's so <sighs> much fun. <laughs> What do you what do you use like,
0: what do you use to bind? I'm curious.
3: Um I use it's like one of those shapewear tank tops and then I cut the top off of it and then I just fold it in half and pull that over my bust and that gets me pretty flat cuz I'm I'm not like a double D or anything. I'm like a B cup, so <laughs> I don't need much, but as if, yeah. if
0: if you ever if you ever want to go even flatter than that, you know, random random note. What I found very successful because I'm like a full C myself is me too. is using. <laughs> you do. <too? Yeah. laughs> is using you know those back braces that are meant that are oh, Velcro. Yeah. Those are great for binding. Yeah, so those, painful.
3: Those are very similar to the actual compression tops that you you can buy at like Tea T Kingdom and Underworks for. Um, like trans people will use those. Okay. And, those, those are like if you want to invest in a really good binder, that's where you go. But for me, I'm still like learning how to cosplay and like getting more into it and planning more costumes. So this, this is good enough for me right now. But in the future, I'll probably make that investment because it's so much safer than like back when I started cosplaying. There were a lot of people who were like, use ace bandages. And that was like the go-to method. And now it's like, do not do that. Absolutely not. It's so dangerous. Yeah. So anybody out there using ace bandages, please don't take care of yourself.
0: Yeah well and you know that also goes to too with cosplay just as kind of a side note where you know you can actually ask your doctors about cosplay. I've done that before Yeah, where I was at the optometrist and I was like so I'm doing a costume and I'm wearing it for a couple hours and here are the contacts that I ordered off the internet for color contacts. Are these going to hurt my eyes? And the optometrist, you know, he looked at them and he was like, look, they're not fitted to your eyes. They're going to probably scratch your eyes. But if you're only wearing them for four to six hours, once every couple months or, or once a year or whatever, he's
3: like, your eyes will heal. It'll be fine. Ask so. your doctor
1: about cosplay today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's Results a really awesome. good point. Like, please, before you like shove contacts in your eyes, please go see an eye doctor and make sure that you can actually wear contacts. Because if you've never into an eye doctor before, you might be one of those people who, like, you cannot put anything in your eyes. Like, it'll be super dangerous. So, yeah. please, please make sure it's okay before. Because you only get one pair of eyes. Yeah. And I think a lot of cosplayers <laughs> don't recognize that. Like, they just ordered these contacts online and they're like, it'll be fine. That's like and it's one like... of our
4: friends, he tried and wear scleras right off the bat. with Oh, never yeah. Never,
3: never has worn contacts in his life, like <gasps> normal daily wear. And he was like, I'm gonna put in scleras. Huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> That
0: ended well. I'm, he, see, I'm I'm a wuss. I don't I don't wear contacts or glasses, so getting contacts in for me is like a huge ordeal. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what is what is your secret weapon when it comes to cosplay? It's that oh, thing god. that somehow <laughs> gets used on every costume. Is it like duct tape or like
3: it is? It is hot glue. Hot, hot glue. glue. It is definitely hot, hot glue. glue. And I wish it wasn't, but like. <laughs> It inevitably happens. And I, every single costume I start, I'm like, okay, no hot glue. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go full out. I'm going to use such good craftsmanship. And then it's like the night before the convention. And I'm like, <gasps> heating up the hot glue gun. Here we go. <laughs> I tried so hard and got so far. But in the end, it doesn't, doesn't even, even matter. matter.
0: I've, I've been there as well. I can I can sympathize with that 100%. Um, I don't I don't know if I could say I have a secret weapon. It's it's more kind of what you were describing that night before the convention, going. Oh, shit, my costume isn't done yet. All Basically. right, what do I need to do? Staplers, is this going to work? Safety pins, where can I hide them?
3: <laughs> safety pins <laughs> are the miracle. That's
1: how I cosplayed from
4: Attack on Titan, was safety
0: pins. Yeah, you
3: safety pinned yourself into your harness, and yep. you were like, this is fine. <laughs> well,
1: my next cosplay is going to be strings and safety pins. Strings and on. safety <laughs> pins. <So laughs> I'm
3: using
4: on the integral portion of hot glue to make sure that it stays. Well,
3: hot glue the room. strings to you, and yep. I wish I could say that I've never hot glued myself into a costume that would be a bald Face lie <laughs> you know hot glue Can
0: get surprisingly tolerable Very quickly on your skin
3: Oh yeah like my fingers are So used to it that I'll just touch it right out Of the gl- the gun and just be like okay This is fine it's okay <laughs> we're Good
0: I've, I've been there not quite With cosplay I did a lot of prop making when I was younger but yes my Is that what they call it my hands are y- you know <laughs> yeah.
1: okay. I'm not judging
0: Fifty shades of cosplay <laughs> Um
3: Oh, my God. (laughs) Now I actually want the spinoff. I'd I'd be okay with that.
0: (laughs) Hey, your next fan fiction on Tumblr. So what, what do you think is something that most people get wrong? And wrong is a strong word. But what do you think is something that most people, let's maybe try to
3: make it positive, can improve on when it comes to cosplay, when you see cosplay? Oh, I mean, that's so tough because, like, these outfits are not meant to be translated to real life most of the time. Like, sometimes it works out. But you look at video games like... The one that comes to mind right off the bat is Fire Emblem because I just did two costumes from it. And, like, you look at those designs and they do not translate in terms of physics. Like, it is just not physically possible to recreate a lot of those designs. And so I think a lot of people, they try and make it too literal and then it doesn't work in real life. So do not be afraid to modify or change a design in order to make it actually function in the real world. Like, please be able to sit down in your costumes. That is so what? important.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've done some cosplay where I didn't follow that rule.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Like, I just did that for um, Pond from Fire Emblem Awakening. And, like, her boots, you, you can't sit down when you're wearing them. And so I went the entire day. And I couldn't sit down and eventually I like collapsed on the ground and was like, this is the best thing ever. I'm I'm not standing. <laughs> that but- was like,
0: that was like when I, uh, you know, that whole asking the optometrist thing about contacts, I was doing uh-huh. um Masakaki from C. And so I had white paint all over my face oh, and no. I pulled out the contacts at the end of the day, and he said, "You know, where I'm four to six hours, and I was pushing eight to ten, and I just had like white goop running out of my eyes because of the makeup. It was it was bad." Um, Anyways, um, have you ever designed your own interpretation of a costume, such as a crossplay or a you know beach version or
3: chef version or whatever? I feel like I have, and I'm just totally blanking right now. (laughs)
0: That's okay. We'll move on. What are your favorite cosplay resources?
3: Cosplaytutorial.com is... I don't know that one. It's amazing. It is this... It's like the Bible of cosplay knowledge, essentially. Like, you go there, and you can find tutorials about anything. Like, how to put on bias tape, how to sew a pleated skirt, how to use Warbla, how to style a wig. You can find tutorials for, like specific characters too like if you want to make a link costume they have a full walkthrough and it's just such a good resource that a lot of people don't know about and you can like go there before you even google it because they'll probably have it right there linked in like a really easy to use categorized list
0: that's awesome i actually didn't have any idea about that one i've been on cosplay.com a lot and ask people that's a little dated
3: now yeah is it is it (laughs) yeah the forums are kind of dead oh no i know like back in the day when i started cosplaying that was where everybody went like you would scour the forums for information and if you couldn't find it there you would make a post and hope that somebody saw it and was able to answer it but now it's like you can find any any Helpful tutorial on cosplaytutorial.com or just Googling it. Like it'll be on the first page. I guarantee it.
0: See, that goes to show you, like I said, I haven't cosplayed for a good two, three years. I've been out of (laughs) it. You got to get me back into it.
3: (laughs) We'll make it happen.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of your insights on cosplay. It was great talking to you. Once more, this is Anton and Nina. And Give us a rundown one more time for anyone who's like going, "Oh my god, I want to learn more." This girl is the coolest girl, and this guy's awesome, and I want to hear Aww. them. <laughs> so g- let let everybody know
3: where they can find you. If you want to find all my cosplay stuff, you guys can find me as Mango Siren. That's M A N G O S I R E N E on every social media site, particularly YouTube. That's where you'll find all my videos and helpful helpful tutorial things. But if you want to also see my opinions about anime and crying over free, then you can find me as hythe.tumblr.com That's H-Y-T-H-E.tumblr.com. Anton?
4: Uh, if you guys want to find me, it's fairly easy. We actually have links to all of our social media and the other hosts that we have on the show. It's at animecafepodcast.com. There's links to everything on there on the contact page. Otherwise, if you want to follow me on my personal stuff, it's Mantuan Addison everywhere. You can hear me complain about anime stuff, anime tropes, crying over characters or talking about how much I love Sukiyama and Kaneki-kun from
3: Tokyo Ghoul. Save Kaneki 2015. Uh, Kaneki-kun
4: <laughs> Bon Appétit.
3: Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, my god. Uh,
0: very nice. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. I know you guys haven't seen Shingeki No, or I don't know why yep. I keep wanting to say a no. Shingeki Bahamut Genesis. I <laughs> I know that was when you missed out on. And uh, so we'll be saying goodbye to you now. But All
3: right. Good luck with your review.
4: Yeah. Have fun. Thanks for having us.
0: Yep, thank thank you, you so much. much thank you guys. And I need to get like your numbers so I can stalk you all the time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You're welcome <laughs> back anytime.
4: Oh, yes please I would love to do like we can have super fun happy party time where we all get super drunk I'm I'm up for that we do
0: drinking <laughs> episodes we do that so
3: we're
4: planning, those. <laughs> we're planning those as of right now
3: are you there yeah. for now for now we just do drinking let's plays but <laughs> yeah, I we'll, there'll be some anime you. stuff going on later <laughs>
0: <laughs> well very good so take care you guys thank you for joining us and once more Anton and Nina from Anime Cafe and Mango Sirene so Buh-bye.
2: bye 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 bye, bye
0: all right that was an awesome main topic thank you again to nina and anton for joining us it was wouldn't have been the same without them so we are going to take a short anime news break and when we come back we're going to have a review on shinkaki bahamut genesis so stay
5: tuned
0: This is and this is your anime news break. First up, the North American video game and anime distributor NIS America has recently announced at its annual press event in San Francisco that it has licensed *Danganronpa*, *Ultra Despair Girls*, and *Roda: The Sky Soldier* games. They're both slated to get English releases this fall. *Ultra Despair Girls* shipped on PlayStation Vita in Japan this past September. It's safe to assume, probably, that it will also be available for on PS Vita here in the States. Rota the Sky Soldier is slated for release on the Nintendo Wii U and Nintendo 3DS in Japan on April 2nd. In other news, if you're an aspiring anime or manga artist, or just enjoy the craft as a hobby, there's an app, or, well, the YouTube videos from that app at the very least, that you will probably want to check out. It's a Japanese illustration app called Palmi and it hosts a ton of tutorial videos to help aspiring artists perfect their digital anime crafts. The videos are only in Japanese, but of course, being a visual medium, you can probably follow along even if you don't speak the language. They cover everything from how to draw men in suits, Facial drawing tutorials, bags, kimonos, frilly dresses, floral decorations, and a lot more. Once more, if you cannot or aren't interested in downloading the app, you can find the videos on YouTube if you search for Palmy. That's Palmie. While you're on YouTube, you can also head over to Bandai Namco Games' channel and watch a new trailer for the upcoming arcade game Pokken Tournament. Poken being a pun on the words Pokémon and Fist. The trailer introduces the playable Pokémon, support Pokémon battle system, as well as online play. You can find a list of the playable Pokémon thus far online. Battles will have two phases during regular play, a Pokémon fills its gauge to activate a resonance burst, but the Pokémon is powered up for a limited time and can perform a special attack. It sounds quite like your standard fighting game with a few special Pokémon twists. But I just have to wonder how it took so long to get one of these games. In other news, you can't seem to get an interview with Hayao Miyazaki without him expressing his opinions on some kind of current events. Most recently, he sat down with TBS Radio's Day Catch. At some point, the conversation turned to the Charlie Hebdo shooting that occurred on January 7th. This was the shooting that resulted in 12 deaths and 11 injuries. It was as a result of the comics in the French satirical magazine depicting images of Muhammad. Miyazaki weighed in with his thoughts on both the shooting and the events that followed, saying, I think it's a mistake to characterize the figures venerated by another culture. You shouldn't do it. He followed this up by saying, Instead of doing something like that, you should do more caricatures of your own country's politicians. This was Shiaki, and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere, because we'll be back to the show soon.
1: Hey there listeners, my name is Ray, And I'm Luke. Together we are... The The Super Hammer Hammer Brothers. Brothers. On our podcast, we talk about video games, anime, comics, and so much more. Here's a clip from one of our episodes. That's always the funny thing I always thought about case closed or detective, whatever you want to call it. Is that each each episode there's always like murder left and right, and yet in Japan like murder and violent crimes and crimes in general are like an old
4: time low, one of the lowest in all around well, the world. Yeah, if you
5: see a little kid, a little with a red bow tie. I you to
2: know, get away from the place, run. Yeah, do don't not, a, don't do hang not. out there. I think that's a funny fact because like, every like they always find some random way to get there, right? Kind of like, oh, we got. Uh, uh, tickets to a, a ski
1: trip let's go to the ski trip. oh look there's a dead body over there <laughs> everywhere they went no matter vacation uh, let's go. i need to, let's go get groceries i'm hungry let's go get some dinner oh damn it another dead body they're <laughs> like even like i'm like are you kidding me if you're interested in hearing more from us go to our website SuperHammeredBros.com. you can also listen to us on itunes watch us on youtube and follow us on twitter once again we are the super hammered bros and we hope you will geek out with us
0: このポッドキャストはスポンサーの提供でお送りしています。<音楽> And we're back to the 265th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast.
2: Podcast. Podcast.
0: We have reached the review portion of our show where we give you our thoughts on an anime.
2: All of them. All of At the same the time. Thoughts. Ready? Go. Blah. Simultaneous.
0: Blah. <laughs> <laughs> and you and me and that anime simultaneous reviewing, baby. Um. Wow. What? Terrified. I there was was over there and I just went mm-hmm. there. Um so we have a review on Shinkaki no Bahamut Genesis. There actually is a no, right? Oh yes. See, Mitsuki doesn't write this on the doc, and I think I'm crazy.
2: Well, I just figure you'd know it. So <laughs> I guess I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't trust myself. What are you thinking? So
2: so Sh- Sh- no Bahama Genesis was an anime that came out in October, I mm, believe, it's and it's directed by Sato Keiichi, who was the same director who did a lot of the Saint Seiya anime stuff, and also more noted, probably more notably, it's, because it's more recent, Tiger and Bunny. <laughs> so you know you have some some reasonable directorial success there. the The studio is Mappa studio MAPPA. What did uh, what did they do? MAPPA? MAPPA has done uh, a lot of stuff. Mandum? <laughs> see MAPPA had this, let's see here, let me just look. Heijime, re- recently, Heijime Rising oh, was wow. from MAPPA. Mm-hmm.
1: Garo. Garo, yeah. Garo,
2: Konosakai no uh, Katasumi ni Sakamichi no Apollon. Um, yeah, Zankyo no Terra. Oh, Zanku no Terror, huh. okay, so, um, yeah. Which so was actually
0: nominated under the Best Animation category for our Oscars. It didn't, it didn't win, but.
1: Yeah. Well, so, I. well, you guys want to start with that? How did you feel the animation quality was on Shingeki?
2: Um, I thought, I, th- I honestly thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so did I. I they used, I mean, obviously they used some CG in yeah. a lot of the battles, but I thought it, it flowed well. Like, it wasn't as jarring as CG can be in some shows.
0: I like the style too. Like the animation flowed well, but I also like the style. Like um, Amira is that that is the girl's name, right? Mm -hmm. Amira when she was oh my god, I remembered a character's name. Oh my
5: god!
2: Oh my god! I know you want me to play the drop, but it's just holy
5: shit.
0: Holy shit! (laughs) We're just gonna make up our (laughs) own drops. (laughs) (laughs) God, we win, Kazuo. Yes. (laughs) Um. But uh, I, I thought her character design was really interesting. And I thought the way that they played with, with the lines and the color of lines and their color palette, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought that was really interesting. The characters kind of had, um, I don't want to call it original, but slightly different, slightly off the normal anime model, I feel like that you kind of expect to see of, of what's trendy today.
2: I think mm-hmm. uh, she, she could have been more naked. She <laughs> could have used more of that in, in her demon form. That would have been good.
1: Uh, yeah i thought her character in particular was uh very well animated like um uh, what, uh, not <laughs> saying that as as you were that she could have been more naked but i thought she looked
2: i was joking she she looked
1: qu- sort of. quite lovely in her demon form like yeah, i thought when it was she's very
0: demon form she's really cool looking yeah her character design is awesome
1: um i thought uh most of the characters are designed
2: well favaro is ca- is is interesting looking he's sort of Yeah, he's sporting, like, a carrot top orange afro, Mm -hmm. which is sort of really unusual for anime. And, um, you know, Kaiser is kind of cool looking. He kind of has... He he doesn't have a pompadour, but I think it's close. He kind of has cool hair. Yeah. And most of the demons that you see throughout the show are really cool, and and most of the angels also.
0: You know what I loved about this show, talking about the animation and the character designs and stuff like that? Well, more the character designs. It felt like your old school fantasy show. Like it felt like a D and D kind of come to life. Like you had the character designs where you had, even that scene where Favreau is kind of finding new clothes for Amida, you had mm-hmm. her rotate through all of these yeah. clothes and all of the outfits. Like it just read like a traditional fantasy story. And I liked that. I mean, I think that's something we've talked about before where we look at it and we're like, I want more fantasy. I want more traditional fantasy. I want the story of they're going to slay the dragon, and right. it's that simple. And that's actually what Bahamut gave us. Yeah,
1: and that that was, to me uh, at least, I felt like that was a good thing because, yeah, you got that kind of classic fantasy story. But also because of that, it, it maybe wasn't as original or unique as you might have hoped. It was kind of just a, you know, a pretty standard fantasy story of you get from point A to point B and fight the big monster.
0: But I, you know, I, I at the same time, I got to praise it for that because mm-hmm. it, 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 it's a blessing and a curse. It's that curse or the right. downside, because, as you said, it's not original. It's not something that we can look at and we can go, oh, they did this really cool thing with the story. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, what they did, what they actually did well. So let's let's talk about the story. Who wants to give kind of a, sh- or at least start a story synopsis? Well,
2: my understanding of the story. And first of all, my opinion is that this anime doesn't have a super great story. But mm. you guys can disagree if you want.
1: No, I, that's kind of what I was saying was that it was un- unoriginal, but but it was a well put together. I mean, it was a, it was like a standard, you know, uh, standard fantasy story of like yeah. I mentioned, get from yeah. point A to point B and fight the bad guy.
2: So there's a giant dragon called Bahamut, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been sealed away by. I think if I'm if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, the the demons and the god and the angels sort of work together right. to seal the demon, um, seal the dragon. Because god,
1: the the god who is Zeus and Satan uh, basically turned themselves into these keys to lock away Bahamut because he was so powerful that he was just destroying the entire world and no one could stand up to him.
0: Basically, this thing is so evil that de- that demons and angels went okay. We have some beef, but can we both agree that this thing is worse than any issues we have? Right.
2: So they so they work together temporarily to you know to uh, seal away the Bahamut. But of course, there are people that want to awaken the Bahamut. So which makes no sense. Yeah, which like you <laughs> just why works, would you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're just gonna get killed. So. But there's a, so there's this character named Favaro who sort of he's a he's a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. and he sort of gets roped he not I guess not sort of he does get he's roped into this adventure with Amida and she's
1: looking for yeah. he's Hel- Mugen basically or is it yeah. Jin I don't they're know. they're basically Jin and Mugen he's looking for <laughs> hell's
2: <laughs> what is it? what is this hell's hellheim uh, hell he's looking for this place called Hellheim where Amida thinks she's gonna find her fa- her mother and um, they go on this adventure to find Helheim and along the way they acquire other characters and you know, meet new people but then at the end of it all it's that there are people out there that are trying to acquire the keys that will unlock the, the, the seal that, that Bahamut is under mm-hmm. and you know once they find the keys and they can use them to, to release Bahamut so he can you know, uh, to unleash his, his rage as the title of the anime describes upon the world and I guess a lot of the anime is, you know, who exactly is the person that wants to release the Bahamut? And, right. And, you know, they kind of... I think that kind of comes up as a minor plot twist at the end, you know. Yeah. For those I mean, of us that aren't that perceptive.
1: Yeah, it's about, you know, who is the person that, that's trying to uh, unleash Bahamut? also, who is Amira? Because at the beginning of the show, she stole the god's key, but she's a demon. So she shouldn't have even been able to set foot in the god's realm. Um, So that was kind of part of it was like figuring out who or what exactly is she which is you know resolved towards the end when you find out when everything's on uh, everything's revealed. Yeah, that's a spoiler and we will probably get to that yeah. later on. The uh, so that's pretty much all there is to the story.
2: It's not mm-hmm. Some of the some of the beauty of the story is how sim- simple it is, you know. Yeah, Absolutely. and that's
0: and that's kind of what I was saying, and we've talked about this before, you and I, Mitsugi, where we're talking about Lunar, for example. Yeah. And, and this is this is a jump toward video games, but we've talked about Lunar before in the context of like video games today. You know, they they're super complicated, and the stories that can be convoluted well, and things. Okay. Well. Sometimes
2: I think anime tends to be overcomplicated.
0: Okay, anime can be co- overcomplicated, but we you brought up Lunar as an example where Lunar is the story is go find the dragons defeat the big bad
5: right Mm -hmm. like
0: and that's the simple story but it's done really well and that's what I was trying to say with Shingeki no Bahamut where it's a really simple story it's it's very similar it's figure you know prevent the big bad from being unleashed if you were Mm -hmm. gonna summarize the whole story in one sentence and but it's entertaining And I think the reason why it's entertaining Is the characters absolutely. are actually a lot of fun yeah,
1: I, I've, I, a, few, a, while, a while back I said in an episode um, of the podcast That to me the most important aspect of any story Is the characters If you have truly interesting and compelling characters They can be doing absolutely nothing And you would still be interested in, in, in spending time with them You know you, you look at show, or movies like, um, like Clerks which, nothing really It's about guys hanging out at a convenience store Doing pretty much nothing And yet, because the characters are so Likeable and interesting And, you know, it's, it's a widely accepted As a very good film And likewise, in, in anime As long as the characters are compelling then, uh, then, you know The story isn't necessarily As important
0: So who is your favorite character?
1: Um I was a big fan of the zombie girl. I thought she was super <laughs> the cool. The necromancer. The necromancer. I thought she was really cool and like always very level-headed and just kind of solved issues. Like, she was, yeah, she was pretty cool. I liked her a lot.
0: I have to go with the cliche choice, but I got to pick Favadol. Yeah. He he was a lot of fun. He was a very interesting character to follow. He had some good humor and, and he had some depth, Maybe too strong of a word, but mm. but he had some interesting moments with him where where he had those times oh. where he realized where he said, okay, I, maybe I don't yeah. want to be this shitty person and maybe I want to do the right thing.
1: Well, he did have some actually depth is actually a good word for it because he, there was something revealed later on in the show, which I'm not going to spoil yet, but when it showed why he had led someone to believe a certain thing yeah, and the reason why he had done so. Was, That's true, was, yeah. uh, was actually pretty surprising for his character. And um, so there was definitely some depth to him and some development to his character o- throughout the show.
0: And, and you know the thing that I want to go back to, kind of touching on the simplistic story and the characters kind of carrying it and whatnot, and, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, but for maybe someone who's just joining us this first episode as their first episode, this is a show that was based on a card game.
1: That this was true. a show
0: that defied all logic this is a show that
1: <laughs> everyone <laughs> put, put down when i picked it
2: but i said no i believe no one in ever power. asked no one ever asked who my favorite character was oh
1: who's your favorite character
2: Well, you didn't oh speak god up. we know
1: we know
0: that should be obvious
2: the it's, demon girl it's cerberus
0: wait what,
1: what?
2: yeah cerberus
0: what the you the girl with the two dogs the
2: demon girl yeah
1: Oh, that was Cerberus. Duh, because she's a
2: cat. Because she, she's a dog girl demon, and she has two hand puppets that are dogs. So she's three three dogs. So she's Cerberus. Oh. And she's like wearing a bikini the entire show. Of course. So um, <laughs> yeah, th- you know, a- after our Oscars show, I've come to understand that this anime wasn't watched by that many people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that it had it been watched by more people. There's no way it would have ended up getting only 9% or whatever it got of the total votes in the best action poll. Like, that's just not enough votes. For any show, that's decent. It's even halfway decent. And even in the categories that weren't so competitive, it still didn't do well. So, I don't think that many people watched this anime.
0: Muhammad Fayez Daniel in the chat brings up the card game thing and and says, What is this, Yu-Gi-Oh!, (laughs) And I want to address the whole card game thing. And I think this is something that Bahamut does really well is they took the characters that were kind of loosely based on this card game universe and pulled them out and gave them kind of their own story with other elements of the card game universe. But the card game thing wasn't really a thing in the anime. Like the only, the only element of cards was there was this bounty system that was run by Bacchus and, as the characters, as Favadol or... Um, what's his face? The other dude. Kaiser. Kaiser, Kaiser thank you. As Favadol and Kaiser, you know, defeated one or two bounties. Mm. The, the, the They bounty, sealed their soul. They sealed their soul in like a little stone tablet. thing, tablet, yeah. that was looked like a card. And that was the most of it, the most relation to card games, where I mm. think some other animes that are based on card games try to have it be a lot more of an important part of the series where this just felt like a series about this classic kind of fantasy-esque tale. And, oh, by the way, there's sort of this card element. Yeah,
1: it's as if they basically just said, okay, we're going to take this world, the world of the card game, and some of the characters, we're just going to pull those out and we're just going to make our own story, you know, completely not related to whatever is, you know, going on with the card game. We're just going to take the characters and 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 the world and do our own thing, which worked out pretty well. So someone in the chat, Baka, Baka Dum
2: said, let me, put, let me put this out there. As someone who tried to play the actual card game, <laughs> never play that game, it is shit, two exclamation points, all caps.
1: Well, wow, that's a know. statement. Only two exclamation points, so uh, what I gather from that is it's not complete shit. <laughs> yeah, just sort of. If it was, he would have put at least one more exclamation point.
2: <laughs> well, someone must have liked it, otherwise they wouldn't have felt yeah, that, that it was worth uh, having an entire anime property made after it.
0: Well, I would bet this is one of those card games that you find in, like, Japanese arcades. You know, the Mm -hmm. ones where you you have the cards that have data chips or RFID chips or whatever in them, and you can put the cards down on the machine and and play. Though I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, apparently it's... I'm just looking it up right now. Apparently it's a hugely successful uh, mobile card game, so... uh.
2: Oh, I figures. Everything's mobile. So... Yeah, I mean overall I like the anime. I, I uh I didn't love the ending of the anime so much. I was a little let down by the end of the show and as and and as and I guess from this point on there probably will be some spoilers because we're gonna talk about the ending.
0: Spoiler <laughs> shock. But it's probably
2: yeah. worth watching anyway because the anime's not all that unpredictable and yeah. it's not that original or unique. So it's not like you're watching it for the fun and the action. You're not really watching right. it for and by the way, I didn't think the action in the show was all that good.
1: Um. So, I, I thought it was good, but again, much like the rest of the show, it just wasn't didn't stand out. It like it wasn't unique. You know what I mean? Like it was just kind of like your standard action fights and stuff like that. There.
2: But. Yeah, it was very standard. Like I mean, Amita, whenever she needed to get involved in the fighting, she would just transform into a demon and punch the thing, and it would die in one shot. Right. Well, yeah, and and Favado and Kaiser would just sword fight, and that and that was cool. That that was probably the most interesting action that we got out of the show. Mm-hmm. And you know the demons, they just kind of lo- fire like laser blasts at each other, and those fights don't last very long either. Yeah, so it's right.
1: basically fire, laser blast, person explodes, and that's it. Like so, yeah. But I mean, don't expect um that anime that I
2: always mention that has amazing hand to hand combat, but I can't remember Shadow Skill the OVA. Don't oh, expect yeah. that. Don't expect, like, four-minute detailed uh, detailed animation of hand-to-hand martial arts. Like, that's not in that's <laughs> not in this show. But the ending really disappointed me, and it became more apparent that I wasn't going to be satisfied with the by the end as it went on. Because as we rolled around, and this, is this thing's only, like, like, 11 episodes or something, right? It's uh, really 12? 12, th- 12 episodes. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So as we got to, you know, the 10th and 11th episode, and they still, this is a spoiler, they still hadn't released The Bahamut yet. Mm-hmm. I just knew that that they were either not going to release it at all, or they were going to release it and figure out how to stop it within the span of five well, minutes. So see, I thing was is, really upset about the that. The
1: thing is, the Bahama is so insanely powerful. Like, had it been released at episode nine, by episode eleven, it would have destroyed the entire world. So it's <laughs> maybe one maybe that things, should have
0: been the ending of the anime. It's like, it's,
1: so it's one of those things where it's like you can't really let that thing out for an extended period of time. So I, I kind of understood that.
2: Well, I prefer. I would have preferred them to just not to, to not fart around so much in the middle of the show. Yeah. Um. You know, find find out a way to introduce the, the the zombie girl that doesn't take three episodes. You know, and
0: I'm going to have to disagree with you at to some extent, Mitsugi. Where I I feel like the the zombie girl had one episode where she was introduced, and then after that, she was just like, "All right, she's traveling with she Kaiser now." She was
1: just there. Yeah. And what's weird is in the episode that she was introduced, I thought she was killed at the end. But then, like the next episode, you just see her with Kaiser. You're like, "Wait, what?" Okay, what? look. In all fairness, they found the
2: zombie girl. They dealt with her. The next episode, the next two episodes, they were like on a frigging pirate ship boat. That whole section could have just been cut out. I mean, honestly, I would have rather have had them wake up the Bahamut in episode seven. And then we spend four episodes where the demons and the hu- and the humans and the and the and the angels all work together to put the de- to put the Bahamut back to rest.
0: So, did you not like the whole Joan of Arc arc? I did. I actually like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like
1: what they did with the Joan of Arc.
0: For I sure. didn't.
2: Joan of Arc was cool, but like I wasn't satisfied with the manner in which they t- they dealt with the Bahamut. And I'm not going to say what that is, but you know, you've been hyping it the whole show. Yeah. You know, and the Bahamut just was the total. It didn't seem like. It didn't meet the hype of the anime like, oh, it takes Zeus and Satan have to kill. He have to k- basically kill themselves to stop yeah. him. And then he gets put down by like nothing.
1: See, I didn't even expect them to release Bahamut. I thought the, the point of the show wasn't to kill Bahamut, but what, or to stop Bahamut, but was to stop the people from unleashing him. So that's what I felt the main conflict was yeah. going to be. And so I wasn't really bothered by.
0: That. And and I agree with you, Kazuo, completely. I, I don't. I actually don't think that the Bahamas should have been r- un- unleashed earlier. And I think overall the show had pretty good pacing. I felt like A to B led to C to D and so on. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, as they introduced characters, there, there was purposeful stories behind them. Like Joan of Arc, when they introduced her as a character way early, she had a full arc. And it's weird to say arc uh, arc. Well but <laughs> Joan of Arc
2: was fine, but let me ask you an honest question. Mm-hmm. I know that the... I know that the Necromancer girl was was your favorite Kazuo, but you, but without her in the show, nothing about the show changes. Oh no, so no, we I, wasted we wasted like 16% Well, no, of the that's air not true at all actually. Okay, what where, where in the anime was she a pivotal part of the story?
1: Well, it's right spoilers the end. at the very end when she was the one that came up with the cure to stop people from being demons.
2: So there were there were plenty of other people that could have come and up with the cure. And then also
1: when she found out who the main bad guy was, there is was someone
2: else could have done and, that.
1: Well, yeah, somebody else could have done everything in the show.
2: I mean, they could that, have. That's, that's a silly. They could have gotten. Like, the, they could
1: have gotten the cure from the drunk. Uh, yeah. God
2: guy who flies around. And the, the drunk god the guy could have also killed
1: Bahamut. I mean, that's that's kind of a pointless point to make. I mean, any other character could have done anything.
2: Well, you must have know. <laughs> you guys must have realized right off the bat that they were going to release the Bahamut. Like, did you really? Did you think that they weren't?
0: No, I figured. I, I figured it would get close, but I figured it would be a resolution like they had, where it was more about like saving it right at the brink. You know. Yeah.
1: I yeah I mean because the way they they way they played it up at the beginning of the show talking about Muhammad it was like instant Armageddon if he's released so my assumption was that okay well the whole point of the show is going to be to stop them from releasing him so I I mean either way had they had they released him or not it didn't really bother me or matter to me because as, as I said the whole point that I gleaned from it was that it was just to stop these demons from releasing Muhammad but I mean you know it's up to interpretation I guess.
2: I just hate it when an anime finishes, and then, you know, they get to the pivotal port of, p- portion of the show, or they get to the ending of the. Sh- See, anime has a problem. W- has a problem here. They either, they either take the the climax of the anime and stick it right at the end, like the very end, ninety nine percent of the way through the show. You know, in most storytelling, the climax has happened throughout the middle of the an- of the story.
5: Right.
1: You know, like for
2: example, well, I'd
0: say in the last three f- third, like three fourths of the story.
1: Uh, so towards the end of the second arc or a second act, usually yeah. yeah. So yeah.
0: So I think that most
2: stories they function as like hills and valleys. You know, they have they have, have these peaks where the climaxes happen, and you have valleys and you have peaks and valleys. But anime sometimes just has this thing where it just goes straight up, and then it's a cliff and mm. it's over. You know, there's nothing left afterwards. I mean, there's probably literally two minutes, two minutes at the end of the anime for any kind of closure at all so the, that, that part portion of it i didn't really appreciate
0: 90 percent of the time i agree with you mitsugi i really do that a lot of anime has you know the climax and then no time for real resolution or kind of that that downward conclusion that you're talking about kind of that hill of storytelling but in bahamut i was satisfied with the ending i'm not gonna lie i felt like it built up And again, spoilers, it built up, Bahamut was almost released, they resolved it, and then there was like that Oh, they released him.
2: Yeah. uh, He was was released shooting laser blasts at castles and shit. He was out. He is pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, because
2: Um, this is a massive spoiler. Ready for this massive spoiler? Mm -hmm. Because Joan of Arc kills all the angels that that are keeping him prison, and he busts out. He well, definitely gets out. So he
0: gets out. But what I'm saying is he's barely out. And then they reseal him again. Mm-hmm. And then they have, you know, that five, seven minutes at the end of the episode that shows kind of what all the characters went on to do. And in a story as simple as this, I don't need more than that. If you give me more than that, you're starting a new story.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely felt satisfied with the conclusion. Um, you know, just... Y- they, you know, they vanished the, the bad guy, and then you got, as you said, you got to see where everybody went from there on and lived happily ever after. So, I mean, I wasn't so bothered by it. I mean, that being said,
0: people in the chat are talking about a second season. Do you guys think it should get a second season?
1: No, probably not. I don't see, I mean, basically, they would just have to sit, tell the same story again. You know, it's I like, I don't think it's going to get a second yeah, season. Yeah, no. I,
0: I don't
2: know that it was that successful.
0: I don't think it's going to get one, and I don't think it needs one. No. I think it was a full story with a satisfying conclusion.
1: Now, I feel like had they not concluded it, they could have maybe done more with it and had a second season, but the way it ended, it's like it's pretty much done, you
3: know?
0: One interesting thing Trelawney just said, Joan of Arc is a man. That's actually something that I want to bring up that what? I want to praise the series for. Joan of Arc is a man, question mark. Oh. Um, that i want to praise the series for there was no really stupid things like that there was no, no like yeah. joan of arc is a 10 year old boy That's or true. something oh, like no, that yeah.
1: no she was awesome i i really enjoyed her character and i really enjoyed um what happened with um the you know the statue that had bahamut and then the the holy knight killing him yeah yeah and what happened with that again i don't, I don't want to spoil too much but the,
2: the closest this anime got to having obnoxious tropes in it was probably the necromancer girl Like,
0: she I would was agree a, a
2: cute little dead girl who had like a tsundere one of the dede attitudes yeah I could see bye, that blah, 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 that blah,
1: blah. and the demon girls the
2: demon girls too Yeah. yeah which Super. by the way my favorite character is probably Favaro
1: <laughs> yeah I I, I, I Definitely really liked Favreau. It's just my thing is that I've seen that character before a million yep. times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know? Well,
0: he's he's your he's your quintessential anti-hero. Yeah. He's that guy who's like, I don't want to be the, everybody's savior. And he ends up being everybody's savior.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess that's really just kind of like, for me, what sums it up. It's like, it was a good, sh- a very good show, but it's all been done before. It was nothing original, nothing different, pretty run of the mill as far as, the the structure and the characters and all that.
0: But I will say I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I didn't expect to like it. I expected yeah. it to hate it, I and I expected it. to be doing this review, going Kazuo, what did you make <laughs> us watch? But I really, I really kind of enjoyed it all the way through, and it was in that kind of fun, stupid, like mindless entertainment sort of way. But I still really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I liked it. I thought the pacing was really strong. I thought that most of the characters were enjoyable. The, like I said, the only thing I didn't like was that when you get to the climax, I didn't think it was satisfying enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I you know I wait ten episodes for the b- I, I wait eleven and a half episodes for them to release Bahamut. I don't ex- I expect him to be a part of the story once released for more than for more than four minutes. You mm-hmm. know, but yeah, I don't know. That's I guess that's that's what anime does. I they felt they felt compelled to end the show quickly after the climax happens at the end, but. You know, the problem was for me it just wasn't enough of one. Yeah, enough of a climax.
1: I um, in the ending specifically, the and again, of course, obviously spoilers. The kiss at the end got me right in the fields. Did like, it? I was like, "That's awesome." Yeah, <laughs> that was nice. That
2: was yeah. nice. It was a mature twi- a mature element into a into an, a, a medium that lacks maturity a lot of the time. Yeah, there
0: really were some surprising strengths with this, and I have to say that. If we got more fa- fantasy anime like this, I'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with kind of the cliche, trite story if it's done well and is entertaining. But that's partly because I love fantasy.
2: I agree. I and agree, but I think that's part of why I don't, I don't think the show was, was as appreciated as it should have been. Because we're not in the era of fantasy anime. We're in the era of moe girls in schools,
0: and that's true.
2: So, if this had been like a moe girl anime where they just run around and oh, and do dumb shit in a the school, then it, like if this was Kofuku Graffiti where they just sit around a school and moan while they eat food, huge hit. But when you but when you're talking about knights and people with crossbows, you know that's just not not what people want right now. So,
0: so are you ready
2: to give it a score? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. I mean, I I think so. This
1: is a tricky one.
0: Not it. Nose goes. Not I'll,
2: it. S- I'll start. Um, <laughs> as I said, I like the anime. I think there's a lot of strong points about it. There's not a whole lot of weak things there. There, The music was pretty good. Just the ending for me, as I've said before. I'm going to give it... Um, I think I'm, I was bouncing back and forth with with the score, but I'm going to give it a very critical four... Hmm kicks i'd like to receive from amita out of
1: five uh i am also going to give it four let's see four it's tough isn't it i know right <laughs> four zo- little zombie girls <laughs> out of five, Oh, that was a failure i know i had nothing it's okay nice i'm try. sorry four little zombie girls there you go
0: so it comes down to me and shockingly i'm gonna say the same i am going to give it four magnificent 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 afros out of five
1: four beautiful leaves
0: i want to say
2: that i i want to say that up until the end i thought it was better than a four I lowered it because I was
1: totally let down by the end.
0: I was totally shocked by this. I had so much fun watching it. I really did. And, yeah, Yeah. it has its issues, Uh, but...
1: I think it was a very pleasant break from all of the other nonsense that we've been having lately, so...
0: I would... If there was a second season, I would watch it. I don't think it needs one. I don't think it it will get one, but if there was one, I would watch it.
1: Yeah. I think I'd pretty much recommend this to... I mean... Anybody who likes to keep up on current anime, you should definitely check this one out.
0: Yeah, I was uh, the chat saying it sounded like a, a three and a half, four seems to five, whatnot. I went back and forth between a three and a half and a four, but then I thought of some of the anime that I've given a three and a half to, mm-hmm. and I like this one so much more.
2: Let me ask a question real quick. Um, and would you guys rather have an anime where the Bahamut is released at the beginning, and they have to figure out a way to seal it, or would you rather have the show the way it where, the way it
1: was?
0: I don't think it matters as long yeah. as the story is told well.
1: Yeah, I don't. I um, See, my problem would be is that th- they would have to power down the Bahamut a bit because, again, the way they painted him, he was so powerful that he pretty much instantly would destroy the world. So th- th- I don't think that could last, I mean, you know, for an entire season. So, I mean, they if they powered him down, I mean, sure, either way. As, uh, I just enjoyed, you know, hanging out with those characters.
2: If there is another one, it will be a prequel where they show how Zeus and Satan sealed him. Probably That's what I think. That'd be pretty interesting. But uh, I don't think there will be another one because I doubt this show had the popularity, especially in the season that it was in. And with with the likes of Parasite and more Yoamushi Petal and people and people waiting for Kuroko Basuke and all the other good shows that came out, and... She watched. She got to Uso and you know the others that were really great. It probably got overlooked a lot, so that's why yeah. probably why I think people didn't watch it. So there's probably not a sequel coming. Sorry, but, guys. But uh, but
0: as far as as far as card game shows go, this will forever live in infamy yes. as the one show based off of a card game that was didn't suck and wasn't intended for children, aka <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. So
2: Yo, yeah, I enjoyed it. All right.
0: All right. Well, this was episode 265 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Once more, thank you to Nina and Anton for joining us from Anime Cafe. Go ahead and check out their podcast. We only update once per week. So you have six other days of the week that you need to somehow fill with anime. So check them out. You can find us at Podcast.com. We have forums that you can talk to us at. I know I have a Yurikuma Arashi thread that I've been very active in. You can find us on iTunes, and don't forget to drop us a rating on iTunes, especially if you like us. We love reading them. Facebook.com forward slash Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Twitter.com forward slash AAA podcast or at AAA podcast. And YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash AAA podcast, where we broadcast live at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those of you who want to join us for our live show once more thank you all of you who did join us for the live show it's great to talk to you in the chat and great to hear your thoughts
2: ah, i'm sure we're going to talk about it next week but i really hope that princess kaguya wins the oscar yes so, <laughs> this, so for everybody who's watching live at least because for those of you on itunes you already know what won go watch the oscars root for Takahata. it's probably his last chance to win he's a, there oscar. he's gonna he be actually there flew
0: across the sea to, did, to huh? be there so
2: so let's do it fingers right.
0: crossed Thank you, everyone, and have a great week. Bye.